episode number 96, four away from 100. Back at it yeah, again yeah. with Ooh. Phil Heath, with Adam Sauce, and Gerard. Oh. Lots of new topics to cover. Adam, right off the bat, as I'm going through the topics, says, Adam, tell me what's your number one topic. Mm. Adam says, I demand we start with Kyrie Irving. So we're going to start off with Kyrie Irving. Now, tell okay. me why Kyrie was your top story. What, what? I just think he's he's very topical right now. You you brought up something last episode where yeah. you showed up your last tweet. I don't know if it was your last tweet. Yeah. You said, the guy said, Pat, I don't, just, I don't know what to make of you at this point. Yeah. I, I don't get you. You know, I, I agree with you, and then I don't agree it's with you. Point. It's a very good point. And it's just like, what am I supposed to do with you? Yep. And I feel like that's what people are dealing with Kyrie right now. I remember when we first started doing the podcast, yeah. I, I can't believe we're almost on episode 100. Four away. Yeah, four yeah. away. My, you know, my math uh, you know, was almost off, but it's four away. You're so funny. But I remember You're so funny. people, especially on the right, yeah. were very angry with Kyrie during the social justice okay. situation. He was very vocal about BLM. He was yep. very vocal about um, voicing his opinions. And a lot of people, not to get very political here, but a lot of people that obviously tend to be on the right side of the equation. Fucking Kyrie, this and that. And now that he's sort of anti-vax, they're yeah. like, well, I, I kind of hated Kyrie, but now I kind of agree with him. Who, and, uh, who though? I think, obviously, the anti-vax community or the people that, you know... You, you, know, you mean the pro-choice community? Is that what they're calling it these days? That's great verbiage. That's a great... Well, wait, uh, wait a minute. It's that's yeah, pro-choice, right? I mean, they're pro-choice. They're sure. So pro-choice now, community. So now... You see how weird politics exactly. is? Exactly. You see, see how weird see it is? See how it backfires on you, too, though. It's here's not backfiring. I'm, I'm but, bringing up a point that you brought I up. I know. I agree with you. And by the yeah. way, here's the thing. Do you think I'm a Kyrie fan? I do not think you're a Kyrie I'm fan. I'm not. A, have I ever been a Kyrie fan? Not his game. His no, no, game, no. entertaining. Like, I will watch that Uncle Drew stuff over yeah. and over again. I think the yeah. guy is sick, right? Mm-hmm. But am I a fan of his style? Of No, no, no. I'm not. It's a, a very look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. But here, here's the problem. Matter of fact, let me just read the story, sure. and then we'll go into it. So here's a story about Kyrie. Uh, he will not practice or play with the Brooklyn Nets due to a vaccination status. This is a CNN story. Brooklyn Nets general manager Sean Marks has confirmed Kyrie Irving will not play or practice with the team until he is eligible to be a full participant as issues relating to the star guard's vaccination status continues. Head coach Steve Nash has admitted that his team will be without Kyrie Irving for foreseeable home games, but Marks said that the Nets would not allow a member of the team to be part-time. The Nets warned the, the NBA warned the Nets as well as the New York Knicks and Golden State Warriors in September that the new COVID-19 policy set by the local governments will prohibit any unvaccinated player from playing in the home games in New York City yeah. and San Francisco. Okay, fantastic. So here's where I go with this. To me, Kyrie Irving is Colin Kaepernick. Mm. Kyrie Irving, to me, is Colin Kaepernick. He is taking a kneel. He's saying, I don't stand with what you stand for. You're forcing me to stand up, and I don't want to do it. And Colin Kaepernick was what? A hero because he didn't want to do what the government was telling him to do. But because the government's telling Kyrie what to do in a vaccine and the NBA agrees with it, he's now a villain. So let's now ruin his reputation and he's going to have to come play and get vaccinated. There is no difference between him and Colin Kaepernick. So the part that, that, that is annoying in this part where I understand why people are getting annoyed mm-hmm. is I watched Stephen A. yesterday. You know, we've had Stephen A. on and I've interviewed Stephen A. And yeah. I'm a big fan of Stephen A. I'm not, it's not, this is not like I don't. So I watch, if I have, if I want to get someone's take mm-hmm. on any topic, I go Stephen A. Yeah, okay? I know you're a big fan. Of I like Stephen A. Yeah. And I, I go to and I'm looking, I'm like, Stephen A., what are you saying? What are you talking about? 
Like, what do you mean? This is championship. This is championship. Really? So go back to five years ago when everybody was talking about Colin Kaepernick kneeling. This is bad for the team. They can't win a championship. They had a championship squad. It's not about championships. It's about what you stand for. It's about what's right for you. It's about this. Wait a minute. You can't take it one place or the other. By the way, you're right that the left and the right do this all the time. But in this situation here, to me, Kyrie Irving is the new Colin Kaepernick, except the new Colin Kaepernick, Kyrie, is being treated differently than Colin Kaepernick. Colin was a hero. Kyrie's a villain. Well, I think in many cases... Kaepernick was also a villain. No, no, to the to game of people. sports, to the game of sports. Okay. In the sports world, yeah. Ka- Ka- Colin was a hero. Let's True. let's not get it twisted. In the world of sports, Colin is a hero. Nike did a massive contract, That's true. 40 million, all that stuff. Well, but Kyrie, some, complete different you, story. You know something that 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 you brought up when um, when we were talking about the Kaepernick stuff yeah. earlier. This was before you guys really graced us being on the podcast. You said that it was on Roger Goodell that he he messed up. One million percent. That he messed up. Yeah. He should have intervened real quick, yeah. like said, this yeah. is my league. Let me embrace this guy. Let me talk to this guy yeah. rather than like sweeping it under the rug. Yes. So the question is, what should Adam Silver do at this point? It's not it's not on Adam though. But it kind of is. But if he's the commissioner but of the league. But it's not on Adam. You want me to tell you what's the difference here? Yeah. Because this is a law being passed down by Biden. This is not a no, law. No, no. This is local state. Go- these are local governments. Fine. But what this I- is Golden State. This is Brooklyn. Even, this is New York. That, that, even validates, my point. Local that validates my point even more. What I'm trying to say is then that's the government. It's not in Adam's control. Adam can't do anything about it. Adam has to say you got to follow the law the law of the land. And the law of the land where you're living is the government. I don't have any control over it. Just like Southwest Airlines yesterday, when the story came out, you know how everybody's like, well, Southwest Airlines, well, they canceled because of the rain. They canceled because of whatever well, they were claiming they canceled the for, rain. right? And then the story <laughs> comes sure. out Sing it, where the CEO flat yeah. out comes out and tells the story. And I know these two yeah. stories maybe don't have anything yeah. to do Are with Are we moving other. on from Kyrie? I'm not. I'm staying on it. We're okay, going to come gotcha. back because I want to hear everybody's. But I want to yeah. read you what he said. So Southwest CEO denies thousands of cl- uh, flight cancellations were over vaccine mandates. Blames absentism, okay? The post-millennial story. And then he goes and says, the CEO Gary Kelly said he is personally opposed to corporate vaccine mandates, but that the company had complied with President Biden's order that all companies with over 100 workers required those workers to be vaccinated against COVID-19. What he's trying to say is, I don't support it, but what do you want me to do? It's the law coming down. So Adam Silver cannot do nothing about it because the local government is saying you better get vaccinated. What are your thoughts about this, Phil? Oh, my gosh. Um, We talk about force and choice. Non-freaking-stop. I have a question, and anyone can chime in. What did we do with Magic Johnson with the whole HIV-AIDS thing when he came back? He was able to play. Yeah, but a lot of the players did not want to play with him. At didn't the time, matter. Right? They, they, Carl they, Malone, he voices his opinions, yeah. but he still played. Yeah, still played. Sick All Star game that fadeaway three. Right? And Isaiah. look at that. And look at that moment. Yeah. We celebrated this man. Yeah, and we continue to do that through this day. And that's a little more serious. I see where I, you're going with this. Right. Than, than so Kyrie think about how serious that was, yeah, yeah, yeah. and what we're Good talking point, about Phil. with this. I don't know, guys. I mean, I, I think it's you know it's a. By the way, you make because Clay Travis said that yesterday, and I was looking at Clay mm. Travis when he said about Magic having AIDS, and his Twitter tweet went viral. And then I went at the bottom to see the uh, the, the what do you call it, the rebuttal to it, right? Because I want to know the rebuttal. So the rebuttal was there's a difference between AIDS and. Uh, COVID because AIDS is not trans. Uh, what right. do you call it? Like well, yeah. you can't just no, get, it get it by it. playing you basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but wait a minute, not I disagree because to me 
what are you talking about? You're going like this. You're doing this. And all of a sudden, you cut and you cut and we got to cut. We got blood. So it can still happen. They changed the game with regards to any time there's a player that has blood on their uniform or shorts or whatever. They changed the game with that still to this day. I mean, yeah. hell. Side note, by the way, isn't it crazy? Like, do, do you know anybody with AIDS at this point? Like, other than Matt? Like, is any, like, I feel uh, like we, AIDS I know in the 90s. Yeah. 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 But in the but, 90s, but, that was like but, the biggest thing in the world. Not, now, I don't even know but anybody the with AIDS. The difference is people with AIDS are living. That's true. That's the difference. Right. So they, they're in the community living. They got the, the, the cocktail. Yeah. Well, just like how they have it now, right? But mm-hmm. they're not forcing certain people. My question also, I have another question is. Are we within those certain states? Are are there mandates for attendees to go watch there and are. perform? There are. So everybody has to show a card in go, Golden State. You cannot go in, in New York specifically. You cannot no. go into a gym, gymnasium, gym without showing a vaccination. So, so what happened with your comedy show? Remember? No, but yeah. I'm talking about like okay, Golden State no. Warriors. Like if I go to a game, if we went to a game, we'd have to show a card and they'd have to scan it yes. or whatever. No. Yes. Wow. Yes. This is very interesting. I mean, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm I'm in an independent film that's coming out on Friday, and you know, they they wanted me to come up do the um, do like the whole premiere and stuff like that. Good dude, uh, Eric Grooms, great great good dude. Movie called Midlife, and uh, I'm not going. You know, well, mm-hmm. I, I got things to do here, obviously, but also I'm not going because I couldn't. I'm go not to, fucking going. I couldn't go to the, I couldn't go to the premiere of the movie that I'm in. Yeah. So. It is what it is, man. It is it, like at this point. Is there anything, anything that would make you get the vaccine at this point? At this point, no. At right. the, I, I'll just be real. At this point, yeah. because of everything they've done, I wouldn't get it out but of spite. But is it a health? A, no, is it a it's spite, pure thing? spite Is it a political thing? It's pure spite and it's not also a health thing. No, but here's the deal: we have allowed the goalposts to move so far past what is beyond acceptable as mm-hmm. far as what government can and can't say about our lives. That, dude, I, I this is a hill I am actually literally willing to die on. Well, let's not like, die. Over no, this, I'm just Gerard. saying I am literally, but I, but I also don't really feel that at risk. I feel well, like not I haven't since you've lost fifty pounds. I, I feel bro, like I have it. Thanks, bro. Well, but also, I had it. Though. I had it when I was morbidly obese, and I still had a ninety-eight, nine point seven percent chance of surviving. So I'm not going to give up one hundred percent of my civil rights for something that I have a ninety-nine point eight percent chance see, of surviving. Did you guys see Joe Rogan with Sanjay Gupta yesterday? Yeah. Yes. Did you see that clip? That was he really called good him for out Rogan, on the which he never does. Yeah. He went on the offensive for maybe I've been listening to Rogan for five years. Yeah. I've never seen him go on the offensive. I like thought that. it was impressive the way he asked the question. He says, "So, do you feel at risk when you go out and you know do your thing and do play you know live your life?" He says, "No, because I'm vaccinated." He says, "Great." He says, "You being vaccinated have the same amount of risk as a kid that's not vaccinated." But why are we forcing kids to be vaccinated? Because out of millions of kids, only five ki- five hundred kids have died, and so you have the same ratio of risk. Why would we force the kids to get vaccinated? And he didn't have an answer. He was yeah. stuck because, you know, in California, well, he they're kept, mandating he kept trying to 18. He kept trying to pivot he also. Could, but he, well, Joe wouldn't let him. He wouldn't Three let him. Three times. He wouldn't let Bulldog him. Joe, Joe crushed him. it yesterday. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. But so, I got to give uh, Gupta credit for getting out there, taking the tough questions. He I, he felt like Joe, at the beginning of the interview, was like, how do you feel working for a network that lies? He's lies. like, look, yeah. And and to Gupta's credit, he's like, yeah, they, they shouldn't have said that. And then Joe pressed him. And press them he and press wouldn't them. admit that they Look, lie, though. Something that you no. say all the time is so at least he, but like th- something that's that Trump a lie did. Of, that's a lie of omission. Something that Trump does is he'll get on opposite polarizing views and still state his case. So, yes, so you got to give it a if, if you go on, getting on if you there. go on, a, okay, I get that. But if you go on opposing platforms and still lie on those platforms, you don't get did credit Gupta for it. Did lie? It's a lie of omission. 
It's very simple. What did he, did how, they lie about Invermectin? Well, no, no, no. Well, did well, no, that's not true. He, he says. No, he owned up to it. They said they shouldn't have said that. Yeah, blank. pivot. But then he refused to talk about what's it feel like about the network. He refused to talk about the network consistently lying. He, he refused. He that's refused a, that's to a tough it. situation to be in. Yeah. Yeah. He's, not, that's he's, a, that's he's a, not the but, voice but of the tell, network. But, but watch this. Doctor. The whole thing with lying, the whole thing with lying, CNN lying. Yesterday, uh, 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 Van Jones, flat out, I don't know if you guys saw Van Jones mm-hmm. yesterday or not. I'm, I'm a fan of Van Jones as well, although Van Jones was a card-carrying, you know, communist years ago and all this stuff. You know, when he was first linked to Obama, they had to pull him out and say, <laughs> hey, we can't affiliate with you. Van Jones yesterday said, listen, the honeymoon is over. Biden's getting crushed. Okay. And if they continue this way, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. He says the Republican is united. Republican Party is united right now with Congress. Every one of them voted the same way. Yeah. They just said not, not a single Republican voted against the, uh, uh, what do you call it, what it's for. That ceiling. That ceiling. He says, but the Democrats are well, in shambles right now, okay? And, and if they go the way they're going right now, it's not going to be a good uh, midterms. It's not going to be this. He says they have 12 months to fix it. But then uh, Chris Cuomo said the following. Chris Cuomo said, he said, uh, Van, it doesn't matter anyways, because even if you guys go there, the opposing party is willing to lie to your face just to get reelected. They're willing to compromise the democracy of America. And Van Jones the balls. That's Chris Cuomo wow. saying that. So, so the point <laughs> is, on, one, in the, on the same exact day when Rogan comes out with Gupta saying, yeah, you know, they shouldn't have said that, the network lied, same day Cuomo was saying everybody on the other side lied. So. You know, well, to, end, to be fair, we could go on to Fox News and find all the oh, lies buddy, that this uh, is Hannity's not, there, doing on a daily there basis. Is, there is, do you, okay, th- this has got nothing to do with the left or the right. This has got to do with the fact that one says the other doesn't and the other doesn't. We don't. That's the problem. It's like, no, 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 we don't do it. We're holy, but they do it. No. Both of you have done it, and both of you have a hard time Fair coming point. out and yes. saying, I'm Fair sorry point. we screwed up. So this is why when, yeah, they won't admit it. This no, is why when somebody admit, comes listen, out and says, listen, it, we it, messed up, you respect it. In, we in, had, the, in the past, in, that is an argument that is 100% true over the course of history. In this moment, in this moment we are living in very, very specifically, the Democratic Party is in complete and total control. The progressive agenda is everywhere. It's not some right-wing nut job that's forcing Kyrie Irving to sit. It's not the the pressure from the right wing that has all of his teammates willing to hang him out to dry. Not a single teammate saying, "Unless my boy Kyrie is out here, I'm not going out there." Not a single one. I, I but I don't. But Gerard, I I think it's bigger than that, and it's in. I I I don't think a teammate is not with him. I don't think a teammate's not with him. But I also don't think. It, 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 there's only two teammates that have his kind of money, okay? Uh, you have, there's a big difference between having that kind of money. Look, you're making $2 million in the NBA per year. Taxes, half goes, they're in New York. So you got yeah. $1 million left after sure. aging $300,000. You're taking a jab. By the way, $2 million a year player in NBA is netting six hundred grand a year. Think yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. It's not a lot of money. And, that, and that's no. before they got to pay out to that, the agent. That's all before. of this yeah. stuff. So, so sure. you just know they're not as rich as people think they are. It's a lot of show. If you're on the veterans the, minimum Yeah, the, the like guys that, that are making contract. money are Harden's. You know, Durant, Harden. These guys are making Superstars. money. Superstars. So I think there's a part of it where these guys are so much about walking on eggshells today. Just just the fact that LeBron, kudos to LeBron in this mm-hmm, situation, mm-hmm. LeBron came out and said, we made a decision as a family and we chose to go with it. Guess what? Salute. Good Absolutely. for you. It is you yeah. and your family's decision. And then he said, I believe this is a decision that should be left to who? To the individual to decide. Yeah. So here's a question before we try to solve every uh, one of the world's problems today. <laughs> do you, what do you think is going to end up happening to Kyrie? <sighs> 
Well, what's going to happen to Kyrie? Is he look? Is he going to die on the sword and said I'm retiring? Because this is the debate. I, I Will do not he retire? Think he's or you think no. he's going to take the vaccine? Or you think he's going to get look, traded to like a red state? A, a couple different things. It's let me just say this very clearly. It's his choice, personal choice. No mandates. Cool. We're good with that. If he actually wants to use his voice, because uh, that's what his whole thing is. Colin I Kaepernick, have a voice. I want to use it. The new Colin I Kaepernick. have this platform. Look how quickly he's going to lose his voice if he doesn't actually end up playing basketball. Shut up and if, dribble. If, I'm not saying it for just shut up and dribble. Talk all you fucking want and dribble. But if you're not going to play basketball, people don't care about you, bro. You're going to get more eyeballs and more people listening to you when you're balling out and you're scoring 28 sure. a night. And you're and people, oh, Kyrie did this. Think about what you're Check saying. out this film. But think about but what if you're he, saying. Here, let me finish my point. If he's not going to play ball yeah. and he doesn't play ball for two years... I, I don't see him so even being in headlines you, at that you point. You think that he should do something that he finds morally repugnant in order to play a game and make money from the game that he's clearly well, one of the best in the how world do, at. How do you think he gets paid? By doing things that are morally repugnant? How do you think he gets paid? He's paid if to, someone gave you $200 million, Gerard Michaels, sure. someone gave you $200 million, sure. you wouldn't get the vaccine if you say, no, you're an idiot. Dude, at some point, there's something more than money. At some point, there's something on the line more than money. This $200 is bigger, million dollars this is to bigger, get a proven this is, vaccine? This Come is on, bigger. This is big. First of all, it's not proven. Stop that bullshit. It's the, the last booster is not even five months old. I worked in pharma sales. We're not going to know anything for five years. This might be a miracle. Because you worked this in might, pharma sales? Now yeah, you're an have, expert? Have you ever watched anything late at night? Have you took Andromectin in 1922? You're mm-hmm. invited. You're, you're blah, 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 so blah. for 200, so how much, a question, you're legitimate asking, question. Basically, we are asking. How much would what, it cost for you to take you, the vaccine? You're, you're asking, what are your morals worth? That's you're moral? asking how morally bankrupt Absolutely are you? Absolutely, like, you're, you're saying, saying that everybody so, has a price. Wait, 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 wait. I let you talk. The nurses are making $200 million. They're going to lose a job. The doctors are not making $200 million. They're going to lose their job. But the I'm pilots, you. Stop. The pilots are not making $200 million. They're going to lose their job. This is bigger than Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is not standing up for Kyrie Irving. He's standing up for every single one of the people in this entire world that are being forced to do something that they don't want to do by a government that has lost its way. This he, is bigger than Kyrie Irving. And he's got and money. Anybody that he's doesn't got support money, Kyrie like, Irving, let's be real. you're on okay. the side of forced So Israel. there's no if, price you, like, let, like let's stop said, treating this vaccine like it's a bad thing. Let's stop it's treating, let's, thing. Let's stop hold treating hold on, COVID on. like it's Exactly, what's the damn survival rate? What are we doing here? I, I think, I think, the, I, I think, I think, by the way, this exact, how emotional this gets, is exactly how a lot of people are feeling right now. Why is this even this heat of, heated of a debate? It's a choice. Do you take it, take it. You don't take it, don't take it. Right. It's not a religion. Yeah, but if, it, if, it's, if you're going to make millions and millions I of get, dollars, okay, we got what? Take he's already worth vaccine. millions but, but, and millions but, but, of dollars. But guess what? Yeah. That's still the guy's choice if he doesn't want to do I, it. I said at the top yeah, of the segment, still, it's his choice. Yeah, it's still his choice. If, it's also his and, choice and you to make, not play basketball, a, to not be a good teammate. Way, you make a very valid point because I'll give you the flip side of it. You know how people say stuff like, if I was Tiger, I would have never done that with 16 different women and all this stuff. You know what I say to them? You know what I say to them? Why don't you go... Back to being two years old, yeah. play golf for 20 years, become mm-hmm. the greatest in the world, have every person in the world pay attention to you, try to go to Walmart. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and do it. Because right now when you go to Walmart, the cashier doesn't even look at you. It's a big difference. So you don't know what it is to be. So we don't know what it is to be Tiger, just like Gerard doesn't know yeah. what it is for the Nets to say, 
here's 200 million, take the vaccine. He doesn't know that. You don't know that. None of us know that until you're put in a situation like that's a very weird situation to be in. I had a board call recently. It was not a comfortable board call mm-hmm. on, on this thing coming up. I can't openly talk about what the conversation was about, but it wasn't comfortable. It's a very difficult conversation. And I said, look, I'm, I'm a guy that left Iran, man. I'm about choices. I'm here because I like choices. Mm-hmm. I don't like forces. I like choices. And I fully support our guys that are getting it, and I fully support the guys that are not getting it. What I don't support is you not wanting to go educate yourself, whether you're the person that's not and whether you're the person that is. I have guys that don't want to get their 70-year-old parents uh, uh, the shot. And I said, I just want you to know, go do a little research on who this thing helps based on where they're at. I mm-hmm. support my dad got it, my nanny got it, and not a single time have that gotten judged about it. But I want to go back to my question. I didn't ask what he should do. I don't ask what he should do because it's a different conversation. I'm asking, what do you think he'll end up doing? What do you think will end up happening to Kyrie? <sighs> do you think this is going to be a guy that's going to go to the very end? Or do you think this is going to be a guy that's going to get traded? Do you think he's going to be retiring? Or do you think he's just going to take a year off? I, th- I think he might just take a year off. Okay. All I right. think he's going to take a year what off. What do you think he's going to do? Look, I'll say it again. If you want to not do this, that's your choice. But we've all played team sports. Mm-hmm. You guys have. Okay. Well, I know you were the Iranian Dennis Rodman in high school. Uh, you, you had never some sharp elbows. I played team business. But look, selfishly, as a Miami Heat fan, yeah. I love Kyrie not playing because the Brooklyn Nets yeah. are the favorites. So if we're going to talk sports, all right, my Heat are looking pretty damn good do, right now. What do you think he's going to do? Not what do you think he should I do. I think he's – look, I've actually hung out with Kyrie before. One of my best friends is very close. He works with the Celtics. He represents Marcus Smart. And uh, I've been out to dinner with them. I've gone to the club with them. We've had a private like boss take us around. I've hung out with Kyrie. Legit cool guy. He does have a big ego. Sat at the head of the table during dinner. Paid for the whole check. Paid for everything. I guess if you're going to pay for everything, you're going to have that. First of all, dude, there's not a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. If this guy plays 82 games versus any other point guard playing 82 yeah. games, they he's hang. a top three. This guy's they not. A, so so the ego yeah. comes with the... Amount of Again, years he practiced with his dad and the played ego the comes yeah. with the territory. But what do you like, think he's going to do? I think he, if I, the, the point that I was going to make is, if I'm his teammate, I'm thinking, look, bro, like we can't win this without you. We're going to need you to step up. They've here. already I had don't, that conversation. What is he going to do? I Adam? don't think he's going to do it. Okay, so I think he's going to. I think he's going to take it off. Yeah, I think he's going to. I think he's that far into the situation what right now. What do you now think he's going to do? That he's Kai, not going to do it. Kai, let me ask you a question. Kai from Norway. Who won the NBA championship two years ago? Two years ago? Sure. The Lakers. Okay. He didn't I asked say- Kai. Thanks. David, who was the NBA MVP three years ago? Uh, Jack Haley. LeBron? Go ahead. Who knows? Okay. Who's Colin Kaepernick? Uh, the QB. Okay. Ooh. Hey, who? Kai, you're from Norway, right? Mm-hmm. Who's Martin Luther King Jr.? He's the guy who stood up against racism. Okay. Who's Rosa Parks? She didn't sit... She didn't sit in the back of the bus. Okay, who won the NBA MB- MVP in 1969? Gosh, who knows? But you know who the other two are. Yeah, exactly. Some things Stop, are bigger than basketball. Bro. Stop. Some Stop. things are bigger than basketball. Bro, the- now, okay, so Kyrie is fucking Martin Luther King now, too, or Rosa Parks? Wait, dude. Stop it. Wait, bro. you're, you're con- talking about Stop you're talking about somebody because he being won't take a vaccine because somebody won't Stop sit it, in the back bro. of the bus. Stop, Stop it, bro. It, bro. It's That's a so seat on the same bus. Look, look, so they're bullshit. making bullshit analogy. You're out of your mind. You're fucking out of your mind. Basketball player. Out of your mind. So you're saying shut up and do all you want to do. If he didn't play basketball, shut up and do what he's told. That's what. That's what's being said. Again, he could do whatever he wants. Rosa Parks wasn't getting two hundred million dollars either. Okay. Shut up and do what you're told. Go to the back. No, the bus. Shut not, up and do what we tell like you to do. The fact that you're trying to throw 
Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks next to Kyrie Shut Frickin up Irving. Shut and do what you're told. No, that's not what I'm saying. I said from the get-go, First of all, you can do whatever you want. It's government but control that he's talking about. Stop that pretending that Martin Luther about. King let, is let, Kyrie. Let me give you my side. Let me give you my side. No. Here's what's going to happen, okay? My thing's going to happen is the following. If Kyrie goes and gets vaccinated, he's all about getting attention. I don't know if this made sense. No. Yeah. Or, or he it's, broke under the pressure. No, but, but no, Kyrie's historically been about getting the attention. Such as, oh, I'm really going through a challenging time emotionally because of what's going on with the riots and protesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you come and play in the playoffs, or you don't play in the playoffs. Okay, fine. If Kyrie truly stays to his uh, core and doesn't do anything about it, he's a true believer. That, it's that simple, okay? So he's either going to be like, yeah, okay, fine, I'll do it, money, whatever. I'll go into After a lot of thought with my family, we've decided I'm going to get the vaccine. Here's what I'm going to do. Great. There's a big difference between a true believer and somebody that needs attention. And we know attention is attention. I mean, Roger Stone says there's no bad publicity, right? You always mm-hmm. want to get it. So we're going to find that out. Yes, it, once and for all. Yeah, we're going to find that once, out. So this is probably the biggest I, one, I think once if, and for all. I think, I think if, if I'm Kyrie's advisor, if I'm Kyrie's advisor, I sit down and I say, listen, let's turn off the cameras. It's you and I, bro. I'm not on the camera. Nobody knows who I am. I don't need the attention. I'm your guy. We're talking. He says, yeah. I said, what do you want to do? So Pat, I really talked to my mom. Talk, I, I totally get it, man. And you truly believe this, fully believe this, yes. Why don't you take a year off? Take a year off. You know what a year off is going to do to him? Nothing. He has money. He can handle a year off. You don't think a year from now people are not going to want to sign a Kyrie Irving when he's a free agent? I think they are. I think a year from now he's still going to have a job. If, and in the next 12 months, what could happen in the next 12 months? Here's what could happen in the next 12 months. In the next 12 months, a lot can change. I mean, a lot of stuff can change. Market can change. Politics can change. We have new problems, new crises. How quickly do we go from talking about Russia? How quickly did Russia get turned off? Overnight, right? How quickly does an event that take place that we thought it was the end of the world get turned off? Overnight. And we go to the next news story, right? New cycle. Yeah. Like, okay, whatever. So I think if he really wants, he can afford to take a year off. Take the season off. Yeah. You're totally fine, bro. Yeah. Hey, for personal family reasons, I've decided to take the season off. Here, uh, Nets, you keep the money, whatever it is, and let me see what I'm going to do next year. Totally fine. I think if he did that and it's coming from a real reasonable place, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I think the one year would be the right position yeah. to take. And, and in regards to what you're saying with his teammates having a conversation, I can guarantee you Durant had the conversation with him. I can guarantee you Harden's had the conversation with him. I can guarantee you Harden had the conversation with him. Like for a fact, I don't think Nash had the conversation with him. I don't think Nash is a pusher. I don't think Nash is like a No, not like that. I don't think like I don't think Nash is a pop. I don't think Nash is a Meaning he just wanted to understand. He's he's probably gonna come more from that standpoint. Sean Marks, the GM. I think he had the conversation. No, for a fact, he had a conversation with him. So we're going to see what's going to happen. By the way, hey, it's a story. We'll see what will take place. But, uh, you know, again, I think it's the new Colin Kaepernick. They're just treating him slightly different than Colin was treated. Colin was a hero. Uh, Kyrie's a villain today. For the record, I would take the vaccine for $200 million. Of course you would. Okay. You wouldn't? And and FYI. For $200 million, you wouldn't take the vaccine? I can't. Phil Heath. I can't. We hold these for truths to be self-evident you, that all wait, men wait, are created equal. Oh, they are endowed no. by their for creator with certain million 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 That's where I'm at. 
Because so I've done, you have health concerns with it. I have health proof. Okay. Because I've done the research, I've done the work. I mean, hell, I'm seven times yeah. Mr. Olympic. You, you, you had a challenge. You had a challenge that happened. Yeah. So it's so, a personal story. So, so I have to understand well, yeah. because I, along with everybody else, should be more informed of their own body and their own blood work and meet okay. with certain doctors so then they can make an informed choice. For me, I did that. I took it upon myself to go do that. My parents, they got the vax. Smart. Mm -hmm. My mom is, she'll be. 71 this year, my stepfather, my, my father had passed seven years ago, but my stepfather is 88, and he's had two lung surgeries. So, Took of course, he's going to take yeah. this, you know? So, I mean, I'm, and I'm not like, oh, man, you guys are stupid. No, this is your choice. There's people that have taken a vaccine right now that are willing to go say, I never took the vaccine. To take the vaccine again to get that $200 million. Yeah. <laughs> so I just want to let you know. Somebody looks yeah. like, I didn't take, I'll I take it again. I wish we were doing this podcast in, you know, 1775 so I could hear you defend the British Empire, man. I, I, I wish. The you know, things that, th there's nothing. There's nothing wrong I've with seen, what the British I've, are doing. So do what? You've got to put a soldier in your house. What's the big deal? Oh, Look at what the it, British Mark. did. I've we wouldn't even be here without thirty bucks, bro. For two hundred million, you're gonna get on your high horse and be like, I would never. I would never. I'd For rather two, die no. on my sword on the hill than two hundred dollars. I love you oh like a brother. God. Shut Dude. the fuck up. You're bro. out of your fucking are mind. Are you kidding me? You're literally two hundred million dollars. I'm out of my mind. Okay, forget the two hundred million dollars, right? No, the, no, the, the I'm not going to forget that. You, th you, think, you think the nurses should get it and get to keep their job? I'm not talking about the nurses. So I'm talking about Kyrie Irving. So what the fuck is the difference? I'm talking about you. It's not a matter of who scale. came out and said What's that you wouldn't get this out of difference? spite. What don't is you the realize difference? that that plays into maybe an agenda that we don't know about? What you're saying what you're saying is that your morality is for sale. For it's not, it's for not for sale for 50 grand. Put this in big, bold letters. For $200 million, yes, I am for sale. All right. We're going to play that okay. game later after, sure. after this is over. Sure. What else do you do for $200 million? I, I mean, I would definitely get the vaccine. He'd get double penetrated, right? Because you need two of them to get yeah. vaccinated. So Three. Gerard said he Three. would shoot. Adam, this Three. is, this is the short clip, David. Adam gets double penetrated for $200 oh, million. Gerard, you said you would get on a table and do not things around men naked for 10 grand i'd do that for free boom there it is put that on the show all right clip. let's Gerard. continue guys Willing let's continue for let's free continue. around a bunch of men okay all right let's continue to the next story Jeez, so you bro. you so i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt i'm yes. going to go two stories back to back with you you were bragging about how you've been listening to dwayne johnson's new song on repeat <laughs> for 24 hours yeah. so dj is now apparently a rapper yeah. and he said some stuff about politics so i'm going to read both of the stories and both of them have to do with uh Sure. Dwayne Johnson, Kai, you do what you need to do with it. So let's go through it. So page three, uh, and by the way, we all watched the video. You've seen the song, right? I'm assuming you've listened to the song, uh, Phil. Did we watch it together? Yeah, we watch yeah. it together. We watch it together. So the truth about Dwayne Johnson's rap debut, Nikki Swift's story, on October 8th, Tech 9 released its new single, Face Off, featuring Joey Cool, King Iso, and Dwayne Johnson. For the latter in particular, this was an exciting experience, made my historic rap debut. Thankfully, I didn't suck. Johnson tweeted one day of the song's release. I never had the ambition to be, in a, uh, to be a hip hop artist or rapper, but I did see an opportunity here to create a song that really inspired and motivated me to push for more and fight for more. I've always loved music. I love hip hop and blues and outlaws, outlaw country music. And uh, Johnson's newly uh, launched rap, car rap career isn't motivated by money or fame, though that's not the important thing. The thing that gets my attention these days and gets me out of bed have, uh, have to do uh, have to be the things that I absolutely love and I'm absolutely passionate about. And by the way, I believe him. This guy's worth, you know, mm -hmm. what, nearly half a billion dollars? You think he's trying to become famous? He's the most <laughs> famous guy in the world, yeah. the guy saying if he needs a little bit more fame. And then I'll pause there before I go to the next story with him. 
Uh, and Adam, I'm going to come to you since you really had some thoughts on this. What do you think about this new song? Were well, you I th- impressed? I, I think we all have thoughts on it. Uh, real quick, I'll go round, round table, then I'll give my point. Do you think his song was good? I think it was good the, the fact that he was able to team up with someone who he's been a fan of for a long time with okay. Tech 9 Because I remember chatting with him and he always mentioned him. Really? So I think what's cool about Dwayne is that he's always able to collaborate. And, okay. you know, he has that juice. So... The collaboration you, know, you like. Did hey, you the, like the, the song collabor- or no? Hey, I Phil. Mean, it's, uh, it's definitely, Do you like the song? It's definitely something where I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm not like, I'll give it like a seven, five, eight. Really? You know? No, because, I mean, there's okay. still a collaboration with it. I'm not going to say it totally sucked. I'm going to yeah. say that, uh, is he Shaquille O'Neal? Phil, just say you like the song. Is he Shaquille? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. No, is, is he Shaq? Is he Dame Dalla? Is he Shaq? Is he Dame Dalla? Is he Shaq? Is he Dame Dalla? Okay. No, Phil no gives it a 7.5 as long as DJ produces his documentary. It's 5.5. Wow. <laughs> he does it for what grade wow. would you give it? That's cold, what, Gerard. What grade would you give it? Wow. What do you Gerard. give it? What do you give it? I loved it. I loved it. Oh, I did. I loved it. But I, I, I love wrestling, though. I'm a wrestling mark, bro. This okay. brought this brought me back in the day, man. I, I used to listen to the Macho Man back in the day. You know, oh, yeah, Gerard. Oh, power, me and you. Too sweet to be <laughs> Naked sour. wrestling. Funky like a monkey. Oh, yeah. Like, I love that stuff, Did you? Bro. What? Did you like it? Um, all right. Well, I'll make two different points here. Well, maybe three. I thought the song was fucking horrible. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't uh, I'll horrible. come out and say, I thought it was bad. I think Tech 9 is non-existent. If you named the top 100 rappers, right. Tech 9 would Stop. not be in the equation. Stop. Stop. Phil, Red Nation. Stop. Red Nation. Stop. I, I, I don't, like, if you, said, you, if you, said, serious. If you said the top 100 rappers in the world, Tech 9 wouldn't be on the list. Oh all right. God. Point blank. Maybe people in the comments oh need to God. correct your ass right. because I'm telling you right now, Tech, Tech 9 Nina? is... No. What? Tech Nine is fifty something years old. It, and, and how old is and how old is Snoop? How old is Ice Cube? How old is Ice Cube? Phil, Phil Heath. You're I comparing Snoop. The no, city no, I'm saying top ten no, I, all time no, you're putting nine? you're putting words in my mouth. What I'm saying, I'm saying is is that okay. this is a guy who has been an independent rapper. I don't want to get into a fight today. I think he's itching to for something. No doubt. I did have three cups of coffee. Go ahead. Well, maybe Go that's ahead. why. But I mean, <laughs> you ask, anyone out there, if you he, if you see these guys in person, you do bro, not want to mess with Gerard. What's your second point? What's your second point? Okay, so I'll give him his credit. I'll give him credit, and this maybe will help the audience a little bit. His last point. I love hip hop and blues and outlaw country music. Uh, this is not motivated by money or fame. That's not the important thing. The things that get my attention these days get me that get me out of bed have to be the things that I absolutely love and are passionate about. Yeah. I love that part because I thought the song was not good at all. Not even I wouldn't listen to it if it was. I don't care if it's Tech Nine, Rock, Dwayne, whatever. It's not that good of a song. However, what I do appreciate, and this is what other people can get out of this, is your comfort zone will kill you. Get out of your comfort zone. He said he's not a rapper. But he wanted to do this. Cool. Powerful. We, we all do things that you second guess. I don't, I don't know. It's not really for me. I don't know if I, whether it's rap, whether it's you know, bodybuild, whether it's start a business, whatever it is, at, at some point you're, you're going to doubt yourself. Yeah. At some point you're going to say, I don't know, I'm not a rapper. I'm I give him props because And he the can fact that do, he went out yeah. there and did that. Absolutely. I respect that. You have to. Get out of your comfort zone. This your is comfort also zone like, will kill you. This is what, I, I'm happy that a celebrity isn't out there bitching, moaning, or lecturing me. This is what rich right. people should do. Right. Like, you want to you wanna go out there and sing? Sing. You want to get, get in a music video? Get in a music Why video. Why not? Dude, live your dreams, man. Right. Like, go for it. I don't think it was nearly as bad. And also, I am unashamedly a rock fan. And I used to love watching Monday Night Raw <laughs> when he would come out with his guitar and he would <laughs> sing about, you know, he, he would sing about the, yeah. the uh, what, what was it? The, the, 
uh, Jabroni Drive. I'm just down at the end of the Jabroni Drive. It's the Smackdown Hotel. Like, I love The Rock, bro. And then, look, my only thing, if I could have given them any, not that I'm anybody to give them any advice, I think they took it a little too seriously. It could have been a little more fun. It could have been, like, a little more on brand. But, look, I only I only ever criticize art when I feel like I could have done better. There you I don't go. think I could have done better. I no. think The Rock, he did what he could do. It was, I ain't got it was bar- fun. Adam, you got bars? Oh, I got bars. Bullshit. Drop a drop. <laughs> I freestyled for you yesterday. You loved it. Oof, oof. <laughs> that shit was terrible. And room. you're saying that he and he sucked. I'm not Bro. a rapper, but I got out but of my comfort is, zone. But neither I got is out of my comfort you zone. Didn't do it. You didn't do it with 300 what? million people watching. <laughs> what? Other, other than it being a tequila commercial, well, yeah. because because we doing? did have his. Con- did you like his his song? I, I'm probably not going to listen to it ever again. I, I will tell you that I'm probably not going to listen to it again. But I I, I probably listen. Maybe it's because I've listened to. Uh, Moana, you're welcome one too many times. <laughs> and I'm so addicted to that one because that song, when he sang that one, that was actually sick. I think that's his genre. I don't know if I felt a hip-hop thing with him, but I think the, I think he's got a voice. I think if he wants to do something, he can do something with when that. When see PBD no. drop a Listen, rap video. The, the day yeah. that happens, I, I, it's just... Uh, you know what I, you know yeah. I liken this yeah. to? Real talk. Tell me. Him rapping, getting out there, putting himself out there is... PBD getting out there and doing some stand-up comedy. Yeah, that that I is feel eventually like that could happen. happen. Yeah, I think I think that's eventually going to happen. But you know, yesterday there was an interview I watched with him that he put on his uh, Instagram account, and he says, uh, "Can I curse on this? Can I curse on this?" He says, "Yeah, you can." So he started talking. He says, "So tell me, you know, what is the thing about being a celebrity?" And he explains what it is to be a celebrity. He says, "What's the toughest thing about being a celebrity?" He said, "I will never complain about being a celebrity. This thing's changed my life. I have nothing. To, I have no right to complain. I love yeah, that's yeah. awesome. the attitude, yeah. man." I love that attitude. I love a guy that goes to his agent when he's a just a wrestler and he says, I want to be Will Smith, but better. I love a guy that's got a vision for himself and he's so obsessed and determined to go out there and win. I love that part of rock. Mm-hmm. I fully love that part of rock. And uh, I think he's at a point right now that anything he touches, who won here, Tech 9 or Rock? Tech wow. Nine. No, Tech Nine tech won nine. here because oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Tech yeah he got more like, he got more visibility. We're talking no about Tech yep, Nine. There's true. a debate When's about the last Tech time Nine that you yeah. even, have you ever even heard of Tech Nine? I have heard of Tech Nine, but I'm, I'm not gonna. Kingdom. I, yeah. I, anyway, so now, now let me go to the other story. Let me go to the other story, mm-hmm. which is uh, uh, page six. If you want to go to where he was being interviewed and talked about politics, I got him and in my phone. Here's just so here's you know what was brought up. So. Uh, Dwayne Johnson admits. I, mean, I didn't hear that. Dwayne Johnson admits he doesn't know the first thing about politics while teasing a possible 2024 White House run. While Dwayne Johnson is not ruling out a presidential run in the future, he also admitted his own shortcomings, st- uh, stating that he doesn't know the first thing about politics. You know, at the end of the day, I don't know the first thing about politics. I don't know the first thing about policy. I care deeply about our country. I care about every effing American who bleeds red, and that's the, that's all the that's all of them. And there is no delusion here. I may have some decent leadership qualities, but that doesn't necessarily make me a great presidential candidate. That's where I am today. Fantastic uh, uh, comment to make about it and to be honest about it. However, I will say uh, there is no way in the world Rock doesn't know anything about politics. He is in two, He made it to the top of two of the most political <laughs> industries in the world. Po- uh, uh, wrestling, yes. hardcore is political. When he first came out, he says, I'm not, well, he said, he says, I'm not going to be the bad guy. I'm not going to be the bad, I'm the wrestler that's the enemy. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm going to be the good guy, the hero, the loved one. He made that decision. That's the role I want to play, right? In Hollywood, how political is it? And he comes in a guy that's as big as he is, and the last guy that made it in Hollywood was who at that size is Arnold. Arnold right. went and made it happen, and yep. this guy goes and makes it happen. So, yes, he's been in politics for the last 25 years. 
He has more experience in politics than 99% of political candidates. It, it, to, to undermine that part of it. The guy knows how to play the game, sitting there with big agents and billionaires negotiating contracts and deals and ZOA and XFL and all this other stuff. He's fully qualified to want to do it. Now, the area that I do agree with him is he probably needs a year of sitting there with people, asking him questions to see what his real answer is going to be and doing a ton of research. Read this book. Read this article. Watch this documentary. Go through this. Watch this debate. Look how this guy handled it. Look how Reagan handled it. Look how Obama handled it. Look at the mistake here was made by Rick Perry. Look at the mistake here was, was made by this person. And in that part, he's, he, he needs help in that because it is another game. He needs to go hire the Aaron Spicer mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. And he can. Uh, he, oh, and he you can. kidding and, me? And I think that's, yeah, uh, of course. that goes to show that. It is about running mates, as you talk Absolutely. about. He's always had a great team. You know, yeah. his team with Danny Garcia and TGC and all that <sighs> stuff. Shout out to them. But overall, I mean, he's always been able to really win. You look at some of the films, like he'll make fun of some of his own films that didn't gross better than some of the other ones he's is done. Is there anybody no. more likable Natural than him? Natural charisma. Is, is there any star more li- any superstar more likable than him? I don't think so. The only guy I think th- th- there's only really two that are even close. Hart? And I would say I'd, I'd say Chris Pratt and Kevin and uh, Downey Jr. Not Kevin. Uh, McConaughey? No. No? McConaughey maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean he's uh, close. Robert I Downey think. Jr. Very, very likable. Josh Brolin, but they're not the size of the star that he is. No, right? so none Josh of those Brolin guys are very anywhere near the rock. But it comes down to him. Ryan, other than Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is incredibly likable. Yeah. Uh, well, at least these, these are their personalities. I don't know them, yeah. but I mean, I, I'm talking about I'm talking Tom Cruise level, Rock level, mm-hmm. Br- yeah. Brad Pitt level, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio level. I'm talking that level. I'm talking Kim Kardashian level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm talking anybody liked more than this guy. I, I would say liked. maybe Chris Pratt. Chris I don't Pratt. think, I don't, Chris I don't Pratt think is so. anywhere yeah, near Pratt that level. Not multidimensional. Like, but what I will say is, I yeah. mean, we we all know that this is a man of great discipline and hard work. Mm-hmm. He talks about it all the time, but he actually does it, and he's not afraid of a challenge. So I think, to your point, he's going to do the work. He's probably already been doing it. He's always the hardest working in the room, as he says. But also, like you got to think when when he's been doing prior to COVID, movie after movie after movie mm-hmm. after movie, business after business. His capacity is what I look at most when you're talking about being in politics because he's if he is starting out at, you know, let's say the seasoned veterans, the career politicians are up here and he's like right down here, yeah. he's going to make sure that he's up here very, very quick to be competitive. And I think that's what's going to separate him from other people. And he's going to make people watch because they're going to see, I trust that he's going to be extremely competitive. With whatever mm. he does, mm. and we don't know. We just have to wait and see. But That's I a mean, great I point. Think, yeah. I trust that he's going to be extremely competitive. Yeah. Whatever, whatever he would he have to. I fully agree. And he would push other people. I, I mean, fully agree. It's, yeah. I agree. It's a, he'd have to. Stop I have acting. one issue with he'd him. Have though. I have one issue. Everything else he's doing, That's he's really exactly going to do. What that. I, was say. I have it's one. He'd have to give it all up. Exactly. He shouldn't do it. Yeah. Let me make one quick point. Three P's that come to mind: the politics. You said he's been doing politics for a couple decades now. The persona, no doubt whatsoever. Likable gregarious name recognition above all the 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 thing at question that you're talking about is the policy does he actually know policies i think he does does he actually understand ramifications of saying things does he actually understand things? i mean we, we don't talk about many if we, sound bites that he's done wrong or anything because he's been well groomed and he knows who he is mm-hmm. so i think when you know who you are you can actually speak from the heart and that's what he does pretty well yeah. I, I give him mad props for that and he's unafraid to say that, hey, 
I'm some of a layman to this subject, but I know who I am and I'm probably going to be able to do what, Pat? Recruit. Recruit the best mm-hmm. people to ensure that he wins. I think he's afraid, though. That, that's, I, I do think he is afraid. And I think that he's afraid of one thing. Here, here's what he's afraid of. Uh, he's, a, he's afraid of he's so liked that I think a part of him is afraid of not being liked. Okay. I, I, I think he will be afraid of losing fans. And, and, and it, it, it is so important to him to be loved. You know the five love languages, yeah, yeah. you go through all of it. I think it matters to him so much to be loved. That's a great point. I, I don't think he, I think he understands how to deal with authority. I think he knows how to manage authority. And it's very uh, kudos to him because for your entire life, you're going to have to learn how to manage. If you don't know how to deal with authority, you're not going to make it to the top. Right. Mm-hmm. There, there isn't, you know this whole thing about rebel against authority? I'm sorry. Good luck to you. You have to know how to work with them. You have to know how to work with authority. This doesn't mean sitting there. This doesn't mean sitting there and bowing down, but it means you have to understand the power positions. Mm-hmm. If you don't understand that concept, good luck to you. You have a limit to where you're going to hit. He understands playing the power players, dealing with the bosses, dealing with the money people, dealing with the directors. Kudos to him. But I think he's so concerned about being liked that I don't think politically he's going to go on the side that's truly him. Let I me think politically. He, let me finish. Okay. I think politically he's going to go to a side that's going to please the last industry he was a part of. And I think it's going to backfire. Then he should talk to Andrew yeah. Yang and he should talk to Tulsi yeah. Gabbard. If that's the case, then he needs to talk to them. And because, you know, I just talked to you about Andrew Yang was on Sam Harris. Very, very, very open and honest about how yeah. how bad it was being a part of the DNC. So like there was how, a big difference between running for mayor versus running for office. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a very different because he was a lead dog and lost, but he was nobody and he garnered some attention. Yeah. Was, I watched the whole thing. By yeah, the way. it was very yeah. interesting. Yeah. Right? So the... Um, now, you said there was three Ps, right? There was, what was it? Politics? Persona. persona policy. All right. I'm sure add, there's some other P in there. Add a fourth P, yeah. and that's uh, prophecy, because the, the movie Idiocracy has the downfall uh, of the corporate states of America when a wrestler named Dwayne takes over as president. <laughs> so prophecy. we can fulfill the prophecy. Well, Prophets. again, for that to happen, he, somebody has to tell him, you're going to go from the most liked guy yeah. to the most hated guy. And it's going to happen. How many and, decisions and has he made, though? You F- know? F- FYI. Here's the other part with him. Here's the other part with him. So think about what Andrew's trying to do. New party, the forward party. Mm-hmm. And the whole thing he was talking about was Catherine Gale, which I've interviewed them. And Catherine Gale launched her book on valuetainment with Michael Porter. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. Catherine Gale. Mar- uh, Kai, you remember that interview that we did? And this whole point system where first place, mm-hmm. it doesn't help you to be bashing everybody because you're going to drop that whole point system that we're talking about. If you get fifth place votes, you know, it works yeah. out. It's a very interesting concept that they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but can this guy really lead a new party? No. Andrew Yang? No. No, he can't carry that. Can the he's Rock- brilliant, but I don't think he's charismatic. I think Yang is a great number three or a number four. He's not a two or one. I don't think. Yang can be behind wrong. the Rock? I don't think that would Yang, be very powerful. I don't think Yang is a number one. I don't think Yang is a number one. There's there's difference to number ones. I think Rock is a good number one, but the Rock, if he really wanted to do it the right way, and he really wanted to be a synergist, and he really wanted to bring both sides closer to each other, here's how you do it. When my parents got a divorce. And they were going through it. Both sides wanted to win me over. It's kind of like, hey, you know, I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. I said, said, Mom, listen, you're my mom. I love you, but please don't talk bad about that. I don't like it. And I told the family, if you guys talk bad about my, my dad, I don't need to see you because I love my dad more than I love you guys. It's that simple. Then I went to my dad's side, and my dad's side was talking shit about my mom. 
He said, he's a Borossia. The Armenians would say, he's a Bedavid. He's an Assyrian. My Armenians would say, he, he's a, he, uh, the other ones would say, he's a Borossian. He's Armenian. They would play that game. And I told my mom's family, I said, listen, I love my dad. I love my mom. Please don't talk trash. It's just not going to fly. Anyways, eventually they realized this guy's not messing around. We're in U.S. I haven't seen my dad for two and a half years. A lady comes to our house. It's me, my mom, and my sister. And she says, Gabriel wants to see his kids. And he wants to know if you guys are going to let him see his, see his kids. And my mom says, so what do you guys want to do? I said, I want to see my dad. Absolutely. You don't even know how tough of a decision that was because my life sucked for about six months after saying that. So I said, I want to see my dad. You want to see your dad? I want to see my dad. So my dad comes and picks me up at Virgil's, and we go and spend the Sunday together. How long had it been since you'd seen him? Two and a half years. My dad's my, my best friend. My, you know, you guys know how I feel about my dad. So I said, I want to see my dad. So I go and spend a whole day and a half with my dad. He picks me up, and we have good conversations together. And I told him stuff I didn't like and all this other. I'm 12 years old, 12 and a half years old. But both sides got a glimpse of, listen, it's family. It's everybody coming together. That's it. Or I'm not compromising. And that became a backbone to the family to realize this guy's not going to compromise. My entire life, that's been my MO, okay? Mm -hmm. If The Rock wants to be a synergist and wants to bring America together and wants to be a hero where you're remembered a thousand years from now, mm -hmm. 500 years from now, where you become the first guy that saves the democracy on average, the democracy doesn't last past 250 years, and we're at 246 years right now, give her 245 years, whatever the timeline is, 1776. If he comes and he says, I'm running as an independent, and he says, these are the things I disagree on the right, but these are the things I like on the right. I'm a pro-military guy because here's what the military's done for me. I'm a pro-police uh, uh, guy. Here's, here's what I don't agree with the left, but I tell you one thing. I've worked with a lot of people in the LGBTQ community. These are some of the nicest people I've ever dealt with. Mm -hmm. Here's what I disagree, but I've dealt with them. He says, I'd like to bring America together, and this is why I'm running as independent. If he does that, let me tell you, he could win, and he ain't know the guy that got 21%, 19% uh, uh, running against Senior, which Senior doesn't comment about one guy, and you know Ross what I'm talking Perot. about. Ross senior, in his documentary at the end, when they did the last thing, there's one person in the interview he wouldn't talk about. Because it cost him a He said, I don't want to talk about Ross mm -hmm. Pro. I don't want to talk about him. I don't want to talk about him. You have to see on his eyes, he gets upset when Ross Pro's conversation, the name comes up. This ain't Ross Pro, bro. This is Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Dwayne could win as an independent. He'll go into history books as one of the greatest synergists at the greatest time in America. But here's the thing. I'll give you a 5% chance he does it because he's too much about being liked. And a part of being independent, people are not going to like you. You think the, the quote-unquote deep state would let something like that happen? You think the... You think our, our military-industrial complex would let something like okay, that happen? Okay, so this is a part where I'm going to remind you of something that you, you believe in, and you got to go to your core with that. I believe the people are more powerful than they know, and I still believe people are more powerful than they know. The, 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 the first thing that goes is faith. We talked about this on the last podcast. There are a lot of people of faith that are very necessary. Whether you believe in God, whether you like Christianity, Catholicism, Mormonism, Je you know, Jehovah, Seven Day, whether you like or agree with any of that stuff or not, here's what you desperately need. You desperately need a big percentage of America to have faith. You desperately need that. That grandma that has that faith in his grandson, when the mother doesn't believe him, and the grandma says, listen, be patient with your son. I was patient with you. This kid is a special kid. 
He's going places. I'm telling you, I have faith in him. Be patient with him. That grandma with that faith is what makes that mother's relationship and the father's relationship be better with the son. Thank God for the Christians and the God-fearing, God-loving people in America. Whoever, whatever faith you practice, Judaism, I don't care what it is, whatever you practice, the people who have faith in something, they're going to be able to pull something like this off. So whether the deep state wants to get in the way and they don't want to do anything about it, the deep Mm. state couldn't stop Trump. And Trump is not as big as uh, uh, The Rock. There's no way Trump and uh, The Rock are in the same league. Go back to 2014 and look at some of Trump's tweets when he would tweet. 324 likes, 317 likes, 428 likes. This is a guy that became president. He was only getting three, 400 likes seven years ago. So go look at Trump's, uh, 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 Dwayne Johnson's tweet. Go look at Dwayne Johnson's Instagram. They're saying the same. You're talking about potentially the biggest personality ever to run. I just hope he gets the right people on his side that can have this conversation that I just had with him because I'm convinced this guy can go into history books as the greatest sinner just this country's ever had. I'm yeah. fully convinced. PVD. Do I don't think he'll do S- it, though. Since we've been talking the P's, PVD, P. Yeah. Prediction time, P. Do you think he runs? What party does he run war- with? And does he have your vote? Go ahead, Phil, with a P. Like Do you think said, he runs? I think he runs as an independent. Okay. Um, I really want to see a debate because I do believe that if he's doing exactly what Pat's saying mm-hmm. and just going all out, first of all, the ratings would go through the roof. Can you imagine his political commercials? It would just be fucking amazing. So he has your vote? Oh, man. Depending on the policies? Absolutely. Okay. UG? Absolutely. Depending on the policy. I'm uh, a policy guy. You're a policy guy. I don't, I don't think 2024. Uh, I, I think if he's talking about it now, I mean, how many years did Trump talk about it before he actually ran? 20 years. 20 years. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe even longer. Yeah, 85. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I think that the fact that this is a 24, look, this is a 25-hour gig. He likes to work out three hours a day. He's not going to be able to do that. He's not going to be able mm-hmm. to, to turn off from the world and get three hours of a workout in. There's going to be a crisis every moment of every second. Uh, he's going to have people that are that are constantly coming after him. Um, he's, like Pat said, very astutely, he's used to being liked right now. And then you think The Rock, how do you think The Rock is going to handle you know, crazed activists running after him in the bathroom with a cell phone camera. Mm-hmm. How do you think that? So you don't think happen? he's running? I think he might run, get a taste of it, and be like, "What the? What was I thinking? I, I had the greatest life on earth. Why yeah. the hell would I do this?" I think, I think, I think the the one person that can give him the best advice, and if I'm part of his uh, strategy team, here's what I would be doing. I think the best person that can give him the best advice is Donald Trump. And but he can't ask Trump. He can't have a meeting with Remember Trump. Remember the video he did about Trump. Where is he? Okay, here's what I mean by this. Yeah. I think somebody on his camp needs to who is connected with a Sean Hannity or is connected to a whoever that's going to potentially do an interview with Trump and Trump's going to take the interview has to ask the questions that Rock really wants to be asked. Yeah. And here's the questions. The questions that Rock really needs wants to be asked is, hey, going back, let me ask you, you had a great life. Was it was it worth it to get the last check check on checklist you know done? Which is what you can forever say you were a billionaire, you partied, you did this, you did that. TV show, fifteen years, Apprentice and President. Was it worth getting the last check mark of being a president? Mm. I think someone needs to have that conversation, and Rock wants that conversation with Trump to see if Trump will say it wasn't worth it or it was worth it. Because that's the thing he has to ask himself. I, I think he's going to run, and I think he's going to run on the left. I don't think he's going to run on the right. Well, I think. Does he have your vote? No. 
He does not. Because Really? No. He runs as an independent. I would uh, consider his policies. He runs on the left. I think he's just been bought. And, you know, China, the movies he's doing with China and how careful they are with China and all that stuff. You, you have to know where I'm at with China. I mean, you, you, I don't need to remind mm-hmm. you what I'm with China. So I think if he takes a stand against China, I think if he takes a stand against both sides, both sides, he says, look, both sides have come up to me and told me that I should run as a Republican and I should run as a Democrat. And I got to tell you, I just relate to both sides and I disagree with part of both sides. I think I'm independent. And if you get behind me, hey, let's make it work. I think he could win mm. as an independent. But I'm telling you, mm-hmm. 5% chance he does it, 95% chance he won't do it. He runs as a left. Now, and, and I know you, you want to move on, Pat, but what does that say on a deeper level? What does that say about our political system, the, the type of government that we have right now, that somebody that we all agree would yeah. have a great chance of winning wouldn't want to put himself through what it would take it, to it, win? All it tells you is the Does fact that mean that, that we're missing out on our great leaders because those people are we smart enough have. to not run? Yeah, but all it tells you is all it tells you is that he uh, 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 one you're scared and two it's not a true statesman. What's a statesman? What's the difference between politician and a statesman? Go to a statesman. What's a statesman about? What's a politician about? They're wired in a different way. It's it's not the same wiring. You know, Manchin is a statesman. You know, some of the guys on the right that disagree with Trump, they're statesmen. You have to like Tucker going up there and disagreeing with what Trump was doing. How many times have you seen Tucker interview Trump? Why do you think? Mm-hmm. I don't know. People realize this. Trump is not a big fan of Tucker. How many times have you seen Trump interview with Hannity? I never watch it. Yeah. You know, and if I watch it, I watch it because we're talking about it on the podcast because to, to Hannity's eyes, Trump can't do no wrong. So right. it's not. It's not to, so mm-hmm. I, think, I, I think true statesmen today uh, uh, are, are tough to come by. But if somebody truly wants to make history instead of getting the check mark, I think you got to study the greatest statesmen in the history of America and see what they went through. What was their formula? How did they think? Why did they do what they did? It's a little bit more about what you were talking about earlier on dying on the sword and all that stuff. A true state, statesman is country over your policies. It's co- not policies. Country over your politics. Country over your being liked. And you don't find country a lot of people part- like that today. Who would you even put as the top statesman in America today? Today? Today, who's up there? You said Joe Manchin. Okay, he's, he's on the list. Is is Bill Maher on that list? Is Joe Rogan on the list? Does it have to be a politician? Who in politics is a true statement, a statesman? Who is a synergist? Who's not a divider? Who do you actually put on that list today? I know that you're a big fan of Tulsi Gabbard. Is she is a true statesman, stateswoman? Who who actually is on that list today? Justin Amish, Tom Massey. Uh, I'd give it to Rand Paul, mm. um, Manchin. For sure. Uh, hmm. Who's the guy from South Dakota? Those are all I people like that. Uh, 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 South Dakota? No. Uh, Wyoming? You're talking South about Carolina. John? South Carolina. Who's Lindsey Graham? Not Lindsey Graham. No. No, no, no. Tim, uh, Tim Scott? Uh, maybe I'm not even saying the state right. The guy that we had on, we uh, uh, Jose interviewed him. What's? Uh, uh, oh, you're like Trey Gowdy. Trey Gowdy. Yeah, yeah they Trey like, he's, Gowdy. A, he's a. I think Trey Gowdy's good up American. there. Yeah, I think, I think, I think. But who that actually could win? How about that? Because none of those names are going to win anything other than maybe Manchin, something. Which one of uh, somebody that could win? Could win. Why could Tulsi Gabbard not win? Okay, maybe she could win, but she'd, uh, uh, again, Tulsi, name Tulsi recognition. Needs, Tulsi needs. Name recognition. Tulsi needs a little bit. Uh, uh, I feel Tulsi needs to do one more thing to add to her fame. And, you know, like she needs a show. She needs a something i don't know what it is like she needs something to go so this this is the massive this is the massive problem with our system you are convinced aoc is going to be president of the united states one day 
But I'm sitting I, here. He didn't say and I'm, well, you twenty percent. Yeah. Oh, so twenty yeah. percent chance. Do you give Tulsi Gabbard a twenty percent chance of being president of the United States? Uh, I'll tell you right now. A, a veteran, a sitting senator, an eloquent speaker. If it weren't uh, for public persona and popularity contest, yes, she's unfortunately she's, she's way got, better than AOC. She's got one point one million followers on Twitter. Unfortunately, and AOC has thirteen million followers on Twitter. So now let me go back 13X. to thirteen X. Thirteen X. So. So Roger Stone, number one is what? Relevance, mm-hmm. constant relevance. She's not going to get relevance from mainstream media because they're not even going to give it to the, the spotlight. They're just not going to give it That's to her. That's why Tulsi needs so to what's come she on do? here. She needs to go. When she, next time she's coming to Florida, she's coming here. So you got, you got what? She's going to go on Rogan. She's going to go on all this stuff, all these things. She needs, she needs another pop. I think she needs another pop. Like, you know, uh, uh, Trump pulled from where? Trump pulled from billionaire. Trump pulled from wealthy people. Trump pulled from... Uh, uh, apprentice, Trumple from New York, Trumple from all the after parties he did, Trumple from golf, Trumple from a lot of different places, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Rock's gonna pull from wrestling, Rock's gonna pull from Hollywood, Rock's gonna pull from bodybuilding. Like, I think she's not multidimensional enough today okay. to pull. Yeah. That's the only thing I'm thinking about. And, and aside from that, somebody powerful needs to go and back her up. Yeah. Somebody needs to back her up. If that happens, she doesn't need the other part. But somebody needs to do that and... and I just I just don't know if that's happening. That's a very dangerous place to be, man, because basically what you guys are saying then is that the mainstream media, the media apparatuses are the people who They're choose who has access and who doesn't, right? AOC is on TV all the time because they put her on TV all the time. Tulsi Gabbard speaks just as much, does just as many Instagram lives. They never make it to what late What are you night. saying, though? What are so, you saying? So what I'm saying is, is that essentially what the, the people, there's a very small percentage of yeah. unelected people that run corporate media that are giving people enough access to be have a 20% chance as opposed to— Is that even news? But, but what I'm saying, it's not news. But what it is is horrible. What it, it is, is horrible. is dangerous. It's it is a horrible. Big popularity so, contest, so, but, but bro, it you is know horrible. That. It is so horrible. It's, it's not. It's not organic. But I, but I tell you what my problem with this is. So I, I've had uh, uh, the last week. I've had calls. We've been uh, uh, talking about potentially buying a big paper. Okay, and we've been having calls. And I've made the effort. We've called. We we want to make an offer to them. Anyways, it's a, it's it's somebody. Everybody. Every one of you guys knows who this is. It's massive. You know who it is. Uh, and we've been going back and forth. And they're playing the whole thing of well, we're not really interested right now because we're doing so well on all this other stuff, right? And we're not really interested in doing something like that right now, okay, because of XYZ. Okay. The one no. newspaper in America actually making money? Uh, uh, no. So so anyways, but the, the, the point I'm making to you is I'm doing this because it's a long-term play, okay? The people who oppose what is happening with all the progressive policies today in America, mm-hmm. when is the last time they had an emergency meeting together that's a three-day meeting sitting down saying, what the hell is your strategy? When's the last time somebody spearheaded that to put a strategy in place? When? Because the left does it all the time. Mm-hmm. When's the last time the right did it? When's the last time they got together and they said, let's get the biggest media guy, let's get a Tulsi in here, let's get a Rand in here, let's get a Ron in here, let's get all these guys in here. What do we need to do? Let's talk about a strategy. And somebody needs to be the strategy. Somebody needs to be the general manager, the head coach. How about we did this? How about we did that? If that doesn't happen, all this other stuff is just a bunch of lip service. So you have to fight against mainstream media. They're not going away. you got to play your game. you got a Forbes magazine that sells to China for 95%. What are you doing? Mm. Like, How do you let a magazine like that go away? Fortune is now left. Money is now left. Inc. is now left. Forbes is now left. What the hell are you doing? Capitalism is about to be gone. So what are some, so all of these small opportunities that keep going away, capitalists should buy all these magazines. 
to keep this concept of capitalism going. Now you're hearing socialism's not a bad approach in Forbes magazine. You tell me how the hell that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. It's like Ayn Rand selling her paper, and all of a sudden they're talking about socialism's a good idea. Yeah, Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, so, that really, no, an so, article in Forbes. Yeah, you're yeah. That so, people so, are talking about that. Yeah, in so Forbes. So the point, the point is, these things can't. These things are happening, and there's not a strategy to fight against what Gerard is talking about. If you're not going to have a strategy in place, I'm sorry, you deserve to get your ass handed. I, I to can't you. tell you, dude, that that there's so many people that feel helpless in the moment, specifically because of what you just said. That they. They feel like, what's even the point? They, this is an unwinnable battle. I, this culture but it's wars. Not. I, I agree yeah, I with know, you. I know what you're saying. Right. But they, there's like, there's. You're right. There's not that guy saying, "Listen, if you disagree, this is what you got to do. Do this, 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 and this. Do that." Like, yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, man. But I could not agree with you. PPD, more. PPD, even if you're saying if the right did have a strategy, and I'm not even being sarcastic, would it even matter? Because Trump owns that party. No, at this point. I w of course it would matter. By the way, that's part of a strategy, though. You have to know he is in the strategy. So mm -hmm. somebody has to go and have a combo with him mm -hmm. to talk to him. That's part of the strategy. Who's going to speak to him and will he will listen to the anybody? The right person can. Who? Who's Trump listening Whoever to? Whoever the right person is can. And, and let, let's the right let's person define is the right can. Say what? Let's define the right properly. Say though, what? It's anybody like, what, to the what right. What, they, what matters Sanders. more to you, country or your brand? Country. No, 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 oh. not to you, to Trump. Somebody needs to have a conversation with him. That's actually a legitimate question. What matters more to you, your country or your name? That's the question for Trump. I'd like to Trump. hear his answer on that. I'd love to see hear his yeah. answer because, because a follow-up question after that is what? Here's what's a follow-up question. So you ask the question, hey, President uh, 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 Donald J. Trump, what's more important to you, your last name and your legacy or your country? What do you think he's going to answer? What do you think he's going to answer? I think he's going to say everything that he's built, his legacy, his brand. I think he's going to say his country. I think they're intertwined, yeah. 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 I think he's going to say his country. Then the mm -hmm. follow-up question is what? Perfect. So if the people in the party you're representing no longer think you're the person to help save the country, are you okay voting for somebody that can get the job done to save the country you care so much about? That's a great hypothetical, but he owns that party. The, the party it's, wants him. I don't, I, but what I'm... Have okay, you seen the latest results? I, what I'm trying to tell you is, so what's the alternative? You don't have that meeting. You don't have that sit-down. You don't have that conversation. You don't have that strategy session. The right's going to constantly sit on the sidelines and say, oh, we can't do nothing about it. Oh, shucks. Eight more years. Oh, it's, you know... No. If he is the... So what are you saying? That if he shouldn't run, that, hey, you're going to... We need you to I, be I a cheerleader somebody, for Pence or I cheerleader for... I somebody think, else or I think somebody who knows how to deal with big egos, who has no aspirations to run, needs to get in the mix and have those conversations behind closed doors, and nobody needs to know about those conversations. Yeah. Somebody yeah, who is like a qualified guy who can who can go have those conversations. You're talking George Soros. <laughs> I hear you. Yeah. Loud and clear. Okay. I think he's had quote unquote adults in the room, whether that's General Mattis or General Kelly. Or whether that's... I don't you know, think Mattis is the guy, though. Okay, whoever it is. but I, You we, know what kind of a personality... For five the, years, we haven't identified the yeah, guy. Yeah. For five years, we've been saying, well, somebody needs to talk to Trump and you know, talk a little sense yeah, to him. Yeah, and the because, only name that has come up that people are like, okay, maybe he'll listen, is Ivanka. And I'm pretty sure she and Jared Kushner are done with politics. They're having a nice little life down in South Beach, building a house. They're not. You think Kushner is going back into the they're, White there's House? There's no way they're done with politics. No. I don't know. About there's that. no way they're no. done with politics. Okay. Listen, other than her, who else is he actually listening to? Legitimate the, question. So, so to, to to think a person like that doesn't exist is a form of giving up. Right. To think a person like that doesn't exist is a form of saying there's nothing I can do, but I feel helpless. Bullshit. I don't come from the helpless community. 
to, to think that there's nothing we can do about it. No. The, the conversation and the approach matters. If, if you don't know how to approach somebody based with their personality the right way, you're not going to get results. Okay? It's all in the approach. So if you go and say, matter style, dude, who the hell are you talking to me like this? What do you, it, it, it's got to be the right person mm-hmm. with zero threat, with zero, everything is safe, protected, all of that. Just to have that conversation. With the agenda of yeah. America first. Yeah. And, so like, I, the, and those are his words, but essentially it comes down to like what we were talking about, I believe, a couple months ago with Pat. Pat saying like on Twitter he's changing his uh, handle to a synergist. Mm-hmm. I think that person needs to rise up and actually have that conversation for it, that to even come into fruition. And uh, we obviously don't know who that is. Mm-hmm. I think it would be a hell of a fight. Um, and I, th- you know, I think. But what is that conversation? Is what I'm trying to. I'm understand. not a politician. Yeah. I have no freaking clue, and I haven't met Trump, nor do I understand his pers- persona. We only know so much, right? Mm-hmm. But we do know this: you didn't win. At the end of the day, you didn't win. And you got to be able to figure out a, di- a new strategy and re- recognize. I mean, look, like I think we all can agree, like during those debates, there were certain points in time where it's like, uh, even if I was rooting for you, you're like, man, that wasn't smart. Mm-hmm. You have to look at game film mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And you have to be honest about it. And you have to raise your hand and say, yeah, that wasn't smart. And I think if we're talking about vulnerability, I think we live in a world where, you know, people don't want to raise their hand and say, yeah, I, I, I fucked up. Mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have said that. This is, but this is what I was really trying to convey. Then maybe other people listen. And again, it's not about pulling people from the forty-two percent or the forty-four percent. It's that you know, ten to twelve percent. Right. Do you want to talk about that Frank Luntz story? Or not? Yeah, I'm going to that okay. right away. It's funny you just said that. So Frank Luntz, if you want to go to page six, Donald Trump will never be president again. Says renowned pollster Frank Luntz. This is a Sydney Morning Herald, one of the most, one of the world's top pollsters, Frank Luntz who has advised multiple Republican presidents, says Donald Trump will never never uh, again lead the United States. He will not win. If Trump wins again, he will be nominated by the Republicans, but he will never be elected president because there are too many people who hate him, is what he says. And he continues saying Trump is the most popular Republican by far, but he can't win a general election because in the end, politics is about persona as much as it is about policy, and his persona is, a, is unacceptable. To too many people, Luntz has worked as a strategist and pollster for the Republican Party for almost 30 years and is regarded as one of the world's most incisive commentators. So you obviously agree with that, right? You don't think he'll ever win. I think, number one, this guy, do you know who Frank Luntz is? You want to pull him up? You've seen his face before. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, this is what he does. Like, and he he's, works for the Republican Party, I want to say. He might say he's independent, but this is what he does. I think it's a case of if it were Trump versus Biden again, and again, I don't even think Biden should run in four years. It's almost like unacceptable versus unaware. There's 60 percent of the country that thinks Trump is unacceptable. I do not accept him. There's a large contingency in the country that thinks Biden is just completely helpless and unaware. So this goes back to my initial point of are these our two best options? Is this really where we're at right now? Can we get a Tulsi Gabbard in there? Can we get a DeSantis in there? Can we get a Rock in there? Is this really where we're at, that we're deciding again between Donald Trump unacceptable versus Biden unaware? So I'm saying Rock and that's can sad- win as an independent today. And, and the climate is perfect for the Rock to win as an independent. I agree. If, if it's Biden, Trump on the left and the right, and then you got Rock coming up the middle... I would vote for Rock in a heartbeat, regardless of policy. 
because what we've established is that a lot of it is just persona anyway. So therefore, it's policy versus persona in this scenario where you just explained it perfect. I mean, you know, you may not have the policies mm -hmm. initially as far as like The Rock is concerned, but he has the persona that oversees this. Like, and people did not vote for Trump enough because not because of the policies. It was because of the persona. Agreed. So, you know, I, I got nothing. Do you, mean I, you got nothing? No, I'm just saying. Like, this, this, this article it's like, could have been from 2015. I heard yeah. the same crap leading up that Hillary was going to win in a landslide. And listen, I didn't vote for Trump in uh, 16, right? And but all I heard everywhere was this guy's got no chance. The polls are he's down by nine percent. He's down by 12 percent. There's only three months to go. But there was something in the eye test that everywhere I looked, I didn't see a single Hillary lawn sign. I didn't see a single Hillary banner. I just saw Trump everywhere. I was like, this is odd. Something about what I'm seeing day to day driving around is different than what I'm hearing on the news. And every pollster in the world came out and said afterwards, right, 538, we need to readjust our polls. We didn't take this into account. We didn't take that into account. And then people want to act like he got smoked in this last election. He got more votes. He's the first president in the history of the United States to get more votes in his re-election campaign and lose. Do you feel that so, more people now are realizing that policies are important? Yeah, because of I, what is currently going on in the I, world. I think to a certain degree that's a good point, Phil. I also think that I don't want him to run because he activates the other side too much. Right. I think if DeSantis or somebody else, they don't have the vitriol that's going to activate that extra 5 6%. Mm -hmm. I, th I think Trump is going to activate people that right now are completely disenfranchised, yeah. that are frankly embarrassed that they supported Biden. I know a lot of people that are embarrassed that they, they were like, you know what, man? Orange man, bad, but maybe it wasn't this bad. My God, right? I don't so, know many people like that. But well, I, I, will say, I, I believe you don't know I, many I, people I like that. I will say that you do bring up a couple of valid points. And I and I, we you even addressed this on Rogan. I don't think that many people were voting because they loved Biden. It's because Trump was that unacceptable. And you said they activated the other side. If that many and people the, voted. And, and the, well, <laughs> um, people voted against Trump, not for Biden. But... You said in 20, in the difference between 2016 and 2020 is that he was an unproven commodity at that point. I don't know. This guy, Donald Trump, he's kind of in there. I don't know. He's, yeah, he's crazy. He's doing some things. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he'll shake up Washington. By 2020, people knew exactly what they were getting. And they're like, I've seen this movie he, before. He, he went to the well I know how this ends. I do not want to see the, the same movie for the fifth freaking time. I'm good. Let's see a new movie. Even if the new movie sucks. I've seen that movie too many times. I know how it ends. So the pendulum I'm now done. is on policy probably no matter what. I mean, I've chatted with a lot of different people, um, black, white, everything. Mm -hmm. And they've all said that policy is more important because of the current economic climate. And I think um, you take the nameplates off of candidates. Yeah. I think we're going to realize that we live in a world where, man, this person has a great persona, but these policies are great. However, yeah. with, show, with social media and all that stuff, you got to have both. Brother, you let me tell you both. something. What percentage of Americans actually vote based on policy and policy I know, alone? But when you're looking at 20 percent. Right, so what are the polls what, what, right now? Well, like the acceptance small. Rate for, when you say policy, that, that's let's just define most most voters vote on one issue. Single issue voters mm -hmm. make up over 70 percent right. of votes. So there's you that, know, yeah. and it's I mean, not even necessarily policy. It's whatever on that. benefits it's, them. Yeah. I mean, right. it's, 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 it's the single fine. issue is what benefits them. Yeah, no, it is. But Kai, go ahead. You were trying to say something. Um, Kai, we can't hear you. I can. Okay, no. go ahead. Uh, for me, a big thing as well is we talked about with Trump. If the market wouldn't have crashed, what are the odds that he would have been reelected? Now, can that can they sustain that and push that out for another two years? If the market crashes, what are the odds Biden can get elected? 
You're talking about COVID, not a market crash. No, a market like, crash. No, the market crash was due to COVID. Is what you're saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I'm saying is yeah. also that the 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 fact that that's now bounced back in 13 months seems to be a little bit propagated and not fully well, let, let me, full market let correction. Me, let me go into the Goldman Sachs story and what's going on at the Port of L.A. story. I think that kind of has to do with what you're talking about. Yeah. So Goldman Sachs gets even gloomier on the U.S. economy, CNN. Goldman Sachs is becoming increasingly pessimistic about the U.S. economy as coronavirus support from the government phases out and consumer spending remains on an uncertain path. Over the weekend, the Wall Street Bank downgraded its forecast for America's economic growth, which is closely monitored by the investment community. Goldman Sachs now expects the economy to expand 5.6% this year compared to a previous 5.7% estimate in 2022. 5.7% uh, uh, in 2022, growth is projected to expand 4%, down from 4.4%. It is the second time Goldman Sachs has revised its 2021 forecast lower in two months. Goldman Sachs also thinks spending could decline as people could continue to work from home, encouraging them to prepare their own lunches instead of popping into a local restaurant. So that's Goldman, okay? <laughs> that's what Goldman. Oh, you're laughing. You have a comment? You have thoughts? I, yeah, I, I just it's so obvious this. And even it's coming from CNN, but this is this is how media works. The headline. Like if you actually look at the numbers, you want to talk persona versus policy? Goldman Sachs predicts an even gloomier look on the outcome. Goldman Sachs has predicted 5.6 down from 5.7. Oh, my God. 0.1%. I agree. It's not a big number. Are we, what are we talking but, but, but about here? But here's the question, though. Yeah. It, it, your point would make sense if it said Fox News instead of CNN. Mm. Why is CNN telling this story? Headlines. No, that, I, again, I don't I'm agree. not even worried about CNN. I don't agree. 5.7 was gloomy it, it, down from the 6.2. Yeah. So now it's 5.6 from 6.2. Yeah. So well, this, this article 4. says 4.4% to 4%. That's 10%. That's a real number. Mm -hmm. So that part's a real number. It's like 11% you're talking about. With a number like that. So, look, they're not optimistic about the economy. So what happens if the economy takes a hit the next 12, 18, 24 months? Does mid-years take a massive hit for the left? Midterms. Midterms. Oh, I, I don't think – I give the probably 80% chance Republicans take control of the House or win the midterms for sure. I mean, that's, that's not even the current climate. That's just politics in general. The, the party that's not in power takes over them in the midterms. That. I mean, you probably have a very clear example of this, but I think Republicans will take over in the midterms. Do yeah, you not? Yeah. Uh, well, look, man. Who knows? The um, there's so much there's so much redlining. There's so much gerrymandering. There, there's there's so much happening behind the scenes that I don't I don't want to get too in depth on people. But I mean, look, twenty. We talk about uh, we talk about the um, what was a recall election in California. We talked about that a lot, right? Something that we didn't really discuss in depth was the demographics of the voters in that, right? 25%, 25%, a full quarter of the voters uh, were from citizens, naturalized citizens born outside the country. So, you know, what's happening at the southern border, what's happening across, you know, red states, what's happening in these environments that uh, people are leaving, right, to like, where are your swing states? Where, where are your swing states? Where are your swing uh, demographics? There's nobody, regardless of anything or any policies, anything that the Biden administration can do, there's no Republican or Libertarian or Independent that's ever going to win. Really ever again, probably in my lifetime, in New Jersey, in New York. In Michigan, mm -hmm. and yeah. I mean they, they've got maybe you know, Michigan. It's going to be very but very. Why difficult. is that? What's the cause of that? Because at the end of the day, everyone gets one vote. Political strategy. So one of the reasons, again, th these people are not stupid, right? The people running these places are not stupid. 
Phil Murphy, let's just use Jersey for an example. This Don't guy. Don't say that name, This Gerard. guy, I know. Don't say that he, name, Gerard. He knows exactly what he's doing. He knows that people are leaving his state. All right? Yeah. He knows five years in a row New Jersey has left, has, has led the nation in people leaving his state. This literally his population is telling him, I would rather live anywhere else but with you. That should be, in, in a normal governing environment, that should be a massive red flag that our policies aren't working. Instead, mm. the policies are working to their end, where they have nothing but their voters left. So in these places, a lot of precedent that we had before, people couldn't pick up and leave during the Oregon Trail times. You know, just because they didn't like Herbert Humphrey, they weren't hopping on a, on a you know, horse and buggy and, and hightailing it 3,000 miles south. Now you can. So a lot, of, a lot of what's happening now in politics, a lot of what's happening behind the scenes, you can't look at past analytics. They're not predictive at this point. Right. They, the Democratic Party specifically has done two things. They are a big tent party. They, they are the party of yes and juxtapose themselves against Republicans, which are the party of no. OK, we, what do you think you want? Yes, absolutely. Seventy five genders. Of course, there are the Come gas on and the brakes. Right? Yeah. They're the party of yes. OK. And what they do is once they have control, they squeeze out all opposition. Small business. Get the F out. Don't want you. You small business owners, you guys are gone. You guys are our opposition. Independent voters, gone. Get out of here. I want a constituency of nothing but union members, teachers, cops. And that's it. All right. I want. I want there to be three shops. I want Amazon in every freaking corner. That's that's their strategy. Well, I think small small business owners got to stop bitching. Is what they got to do. They got to figure it out. I think small business owners, if they can't pay the minimum wage, you know, to people, they got to pay them higher. I hey think, man, you know, you got to compete. You got to compete. I'm. I have a so degree in sarcasm, and then my yeah. my, yeah. my let me alarm go bells to, are going off. Right there. Let me let me go to let me go. Sorry, your taco shop, bro. Let me go to make better tacos. Hey bro. Let me let me go to this. Let me go to this part where we're talking. Biden, yeah, and I know you're big on approval ratings, so you used to always bring it up. Uh, so how Biden's uh, slumping approval rating stacks up against past presidents, this is a fortune story. Joe Biden ent- entered the White House riding a wave of popularity. His day one approval rating was 53%, was well above outgoing President Donald Trump's 38.7% approval rating. But the honeymoon phase is over. As of Thursday, Biden's approval rating stands at 44.2%. At the same point, in the first term, President Ronald Reagan was at 55.6. Bush was at 67.6. Clinton was at 50.2. George W. Bush uh, uh, was at 82.9. Barack Obama was at 52.3. All much higher approval ratings. Meanwhile, Biden's current rating is a bit higher than Trump's 38.1 rating was on day 261 in office. So far, so far, Biden's uh, slipping approval rating has yet to give Republicans a big 2022 midterm edge. In the past four midterms elections, uh, the president's political party lost congressional seats. So, I mean, this is kind of yeah, telling you what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. Uh, if it continues going this way, I think a big part of this has to do with the economy. And these these ships, these ships are bigger than people think it is. These ships is not like, yeah, this is not like a small thing we're talking about here with these ships. If you go to page three on what's going on at L.A., it, the Port of Los Angeles will launch 24-7 operations to tackle the huge line of ship ships waiting to dock, the White House says, insider story. The Port of L.A. is starting to process ships 24, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week to help ease a massive backlog. The White House said Wednesday the new hours would most almost double the number of hours during the which cargo can be moved. It said the shipping industry is currently in chaos which ports in Southern California hit especially hard. At the Port of L.A. alone, ships current carrying nearly 500,000 shipping containers. 
containers. By the way, each one of them are right now. What's the number? She said forty grand a pop. Mm-hmm. Five hundred thousand mm-hmm. containers at forty k a pop, or about twelve million metric tons of goods were waiting in drift areas at an anchor uh, on October fifth for spots to open up so that they could dock and unload. On Tuesday, there were eighty ships at anchor or drift area and 64 at berths across uh, both the ports of L.A. and Long Beach. The normal number of container ships at anchors between zero and one. Yesterday, Saki was being asked if uh, if things are not going to be delivered by Christmas. And they promised this will never happen. This will mm-hmm. never happen. And then she changed her position. Yeah. So, well, there's nothing we can do about this. People shit. are just going to have to accept that you're, you're not going to have Christmas. Right. So, right. so can you imagine, like, uh, hey, uh, you order kids. If you want to get gifts for your kids, you got to get them now. Because if you wait till change December, then you are not. It's going to be January 17th. Uh, you're going to get the gifts to give to your kids. So <laughs> this is a big deal. This is a big deal. My it, mom it actually worked in cargo services for a company called Sealand, CSX Lines, Horizon Lines, that now has been acquired by Matson. And uh, she worked with the uh, longshoremen uh, Wednesday nights, Friday nights, just to make sure that she would watch, physically see with the longshoremen the last container to be on that ship. And uh, I've been to uh, Panama, got to see the canal, understand that. Yep. The money that is probably being um, – <laughs> the, por- the people who own the ports have to charge these people for the ships not leaving. So there's a cost in that as well that is going to be d- uh, driven to the consumer eventually. And uh, it's not going to look good for people at all, at all. The, the, those uh, shipyards that whatnot, they're making the money right now, but mm-hmm. I don't know how that's being dispersed. Yeah. But typically when someone charges one individual, it always gets hit with us. And then you got people in government that say, oh, yeah, you know, you're not going to be able to get stuff. It's like, man, it's beyond that. You're talking about medical supplies. You're talking about a lot of different things. And uh, that, the, the future does not look bright and, until they get a handle on this thing. Well, Pat, yeah, Pat said something earlier, man. I, th- I love this line you said. I, I don't come from the, hopeless, the helpless community. I don't come from the helpless community. It's a great line. And you got Jen Psaki up there who has all the access, the power of the United States government, could declare a state of emergency. They're going to fire all the nurses and the doctors, and they're not worried about that because we're going to replace them with the National Guard. Well, the National Guard could unload trucks. The National Guard could unload ships. Don't don't give me this. People are just going to have to accept Christmas is canceled this year. No, unload the ships. Who said Christmas is canceled? Jen Psaki, I'm, I am, she I'm, said being, that? I'm being hyperbolic. Oh, yes. okay, but it. that was a conversation because, because a lot of these bigger corporations are saying, listen, the, some of the stuff may not make it to the stores. Like, you have to be prepared for it. Some of the stuff is going to be a big delay on that. It's not, this is not like a hypothetical. This affects every this is, business. Yeah, this is affecting everybody. So this is the part where, dude, you, did, did you hear the weight? 500,000 containers, mm-hmm. which is how many tons did it say? What was the tons? It was one point what? One point twelve million metric tons of goods. Yeah. Twelve million metric tons of goods. So businesses want to sell. I had a guy that I was uh, the the guy the guy that would uh, we had on Elite Mastermind. He says I sell cigarette lighters, but he buys quarter million of them, and these cigarette lighters have team logos on there: Lakers, Bulls, whatever, right? And he what he does, he says my two hundred fifty thousand lighters have already been sold. But my customers are asking for the money back because it's been 90 days because it's sitting on a ship yep. and I can't take it off. This is not a millionaire. He does $400,000 a year and he nets like 120000 So it's mm-hmm. not like he's a guy making a lot of money. Right. He has no control over that. What does he do? This is affecting a lot of small even, business owners you, Normally today. you would have to, yeah. like in the supplement business, it's kind of the same thing. You know, you have distributors whatnot. And a lot of the time, if you're good, those same distributors sell to those stores. So therefore... <laughs> 
by the time the ship actually hits the port of that destination, mm-hmm. everything's already sold. You know, like everybody makes yep. their money. But in this case, like you just said, I mean, this guy now has to have to pay back if he even does. Yeah. And this is going to cripple his business. I, I literally just did this. I got the, the custom chucks, man. Yep. And uh, I ordered two more of them. And it's been six weeks. I just put in, I, like, last two. And they're not answering my emails. They're not putting in the refund request. The shit, the, my chucks are probably sitting on a ship, a ship in the port of L.A. That is crazy. And you can't Kai. even pay, you can't even Guys, pay check, someone That's off. one ship? Okay, one ship yep. can put 1,100 Boeing 747 planes on there. What? Essentially what, what this means are is you the, kidding? Goods, the, capacity. the goods on that ship would take 1,100 planes. It, to, to get oh, it done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It would take 35, 8,000-foot-long trains. It would take 11,400 heavy trucks. These ships are big deals. Oh, I, I, think, I think I remember. Uh, Kai, look this up because I don't want to get this wrong. Wow. But each... Uh, transcontinental trip that they take from from China, let's say, yeah. to the West Coast. I think it's the equivalent in carbon emissions of like a million cars. Each of these boats. I could be wrong because I know that sounds crazy. No, they burn. They burn worse fuel. They burn diesel. They burn like oh, the crappiest wow. fuel because they can do the yeah. international and laws on and the water. And they're just they're sitting but out there just burning this stuff up. It's the still atmosphere. the most efficient way to move it. Like there's no. What other are you going to do about do it? it? We exactly. haven't figured out a better exactly. way. Well, yeah. well, there's nothing we can do. Look, about it. I, not a shipping expert <laughs> over here, but what's the root cause of this? What's the supply chain issue? Are these trade policies? Are these? Uh, is this COVID that's getting in the middle? Like why, no, it, why it, is this all happening? Uh, one, one of the things that they're saying is people are not showing up employees. to work. Employees. Okay. There's a down lack to, okay. of getting, it's what we were talking on the line. People are not showing up to come and do the work. But gotcha. it's, a, it's a backlog. Even though yeah. people are showing up now, yeah. it's a backlog of six months of people not showing up. So this up. is a systematic of what happened during COVID. Unemployment, yeah. people sitting at yeah. home, people not showing up to work, people not moving things. Okay. This is building so back better, as baby. Peop- as people get back to work, this can get rectified soon? Is this is there an end in sight here? What's the what's the give me a silver lining here since we're we're not helpless or hopeless. Go ahead, Kai. Yes and no. Obviously, if you're if you're not in the short term, is what I what I'm. Yeah, if you're if you're putting in the same amount of 40 hours a week, but you're trying to catch up on six months of backlog, then obviously it's going to take a long time to speed that up. So unless you're filling up to try to catch up. It's going to be a long time, and at that okay. point, you might as well almost try to trash it because who knows what the goods of how long their shelf yeah, lives are. Yeah, there's perishable goods. No, you, these, so like, you're taking Fillery in. said there's additional in, shipping costs. Exactly. Now you're going to pay overtime to the longstrom, oh and almost all are you. Think about the perishable goods. So if you have a product like, like I'm always going to go back to sports nutrition, from manufacturing date is two years. So you got six months or whatever. I mean, it's going to take maybe a couple months just to have it arrive. Mm-hmm. So you lost two months there. Do the math. Mm-hmm. These guys, the minute the protein gets there or whatever, how does that person sell yeah. it? Because the man, because the person that's buying is going to be like, "Oh, this expires in oh. like six months." What dude. a time like, to be in logistics hell? too. My buddy's in logistics, an ex pro ball player, and, and like uh, name's Jam Gold. What's he saying? Great dude. So he does trucking logistics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he uh, somehow I don't know it exactly, but he matches up trains to to trucks, and it's. There, it's it's a bidding war right now. There's so few there's so few truckers, and everybody is trying to force their products out on overnight delivery because yeah. they're running up against uh, their their delivery dates. There's a certain amount of shelf life that they have to be on, so they're they're charging like ten twenty thousand dollars for a single ride up from like Jacksonville to like Charlotte, man. Like it's insane. Crazy. This, you know how inflation sometimes it's so complicated. This is very simple inflation. Mm-hmm. 
because the cost is getting passed down to who? To the oh. business owner. And the business owner is like, I can't sell this thing for seven bucks. I got to make it eight ninety nine. I got to make it nine ninety nine. I can't do nothing about that. So these are the things that is not even linked to printing money. These are the things that sometimes you just don't have a choice. The, mm-hmm. the small business world is right now in shambles. Dry and, your fruit, and, man. Yeah. Get a whole it's, bunch of fruit and dry well, it out. Like, so there are certain companies that work in sports nutrition that actually will say, I have the money to, to ship it by air because it needs to be climate controlled. Mm-hmm. But damn, everybody can't do that. Yeah. So, I mean... <laughs> It's uh, it, it's really interesting, it's man. Very, it, it's very an bad. interesting thing because it, it, going back to our, our administration, whenever it comes down to restricting the rights of individuals, they can't wait to jump. They cannot wait to jump. But anytime you need to do the other side of the pendulum and help people and like, hey, let's let's have a solution that doesn't increase my power, they have absolutely no ideas on how to do it. Hey, how do we how do we shut down a city? I got 15 ideas on how we're gonna do it. Everybody's gonna wear a mask now. All these businesses that have been been open for six months they got to go outside build a tent outside because as long as you're inside outside it's okay they've got all these ideas but when it comes to actually being progressive and pragmatic they got nothing bupkis what it is is sorry christmas is canceled what do you mean unload the ships unload the ships come on very innovative when it favors you and (laughs) no innovation when it doesn't favor you that's a great point but by the way when you do things like this long-term states are going to take a hit tesla will move its headquarters to texas Elon Musk says this is a CNN story. I'm excited to announce that we're moving our headquarters to Austin, Texas, says Elon Musk, at a shareholder meeting. The electric car company is currently based in Palo Alto, California. He cited housing affordability and the long commutes it can create as hurdles for its current location and said the Austin factory is five minutes away from the airport and 15 minutes from downtown. The median home prices in Palo Alto is $3.3 million, whereas the median home prices in Austin is $588. Let me say that one more time. The median home prices is $3.3 million to five eighty-eight. Despite the move, Musk said Tesla plans to continue to significantly expand in California. I think the last comment was made to say, don't hurt me yet till I fully leave your state. <laughs> Just an insurance policy of a comment. So how many more stories like this is going to happen? Because California, you guys heard what uh, California is doing. There's some very weird stories. Yeah. It's almost unbelievable. Like when I read it, I thought Tom Ellsworth was sending me another one of his, <laughs> yeah. you know. By the uh, way, when's uh, the last time you were onion. in Austin? Uh, two weeks ago. You were there. Yeah, I was there two weeks ago as well. I have a point. Um, <laughs> I have a point. I, I obviously, that was very awkward yeah. the way he did it. But Jeez. Well, I have something to say. David, grab, I have, the, I have grab, the, grab the box of cookies. Where are we at? Where are we at? <laughs> Grab the box Obviously, San Francisco, San Jose, Silicon Valley, um, Palo Alto. Silicon. Silicon. I like that. Silicon, Silicon Valley. Silicon, the way you Silicon. said it. Hello, great. hello. Silicon. It's crazy, crazy expensive. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Austin, you can quote me on this. They're going to be dealing with the same issues they're dealing with yeah. California pretty sure. soon. Affordability, oh, yeah. homelessness, it's our, it's, yep. and traffic, that's all I experience in Austin. I'm like, oh, I'm ready to have a good time in Austin. Yeah, yeah. Traffic galore. Things are expensive. Homeless galore. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, just be careful what you wish for, Elon Musk and people in Texas, because California's coming for My you. Old college teammate Sean Finnegan left Jersey for uh, uh, Austin, Texas, about ten years ago, and he was a real estate agent. The mm-hmm. Dudes made money like through the roof, man, doing mortgages and real estate. And he said, now it's like it's it's nuts. It's insane. They never thought. To build another road. The infrastructure is still hmm. like 20 years old, but now they're just building on top of each other. Like hmm. it's 
to keep Austin weird is it's uh, now yeah. it's like please move out of Austin. The right. people there, they, they Nancy, hate. our graphic designer, said, "I want you to play a game while you're in Austin." Homeless or hipster? Uh, hipster. Homeless oh. or hipster. And I couldn't tell the difference half the time. <laughs> I'm like, that guy's clearly hip. Now he's homeless. I, I got to tell that you. That guy probably doesn't. I'm a millionaire. South what? Florida. Yeah. Same, same thing. The, it's homeless or hipster. The lady I got my condo from thought she got one over on me, man. She was like, you're going to pay this for that? And I'm, I'm paying I pay $100 more. $100 more a month. I had a 700-square-foot loft on the Hudson River in, in uh, Jersey City. I pay $100 more for a two-bedroom, 2,500-square-foot, two-bedroom, two-bath condo here in Pompano. Yeah, and you're on the right? beach. I'm on the beach, and I haven't, I haven't stepped over one homeless Roll. guy. I yeah, haven't smelled urine since I've been here. Tell your friends in New Jersey, Florida's not good. They don't need to come here. Don't, don't investigate for yourself. You There's nothing good going on here in Florida. Like the market's in New insane. Jersey. I want $100 more for a two-bedroom as opposed yeah. to well, a lot. You know, Denver's we, the same way, Like to be honest. I used to live downtown, and yeah. at one point I was like, man, there's a lot of homelessness. And then Shereen and I go down there, and we're like, no, these are hipsters. So <laughs> you almost don't, like you said, you, don't, homeless. you definitely don't know the difference. Yeah. Guys, are you okay if we give a shout-out to Governor Newsom? Can we give a shout-out to <sighs> yeah, him? Yeah, sure. Let me read a story. It's a very important story because Governor Newsom is so concerned about Great what's hair. going on in the state. This is a Reuters story. This is not an onion. This is a Reuters story. California law prohibits secretly removing condoms during sex. Adam, okay, this thoughts. is Newsom. Okay, this is a true story. Reuters. <laughs> We're really talking about that? Newsom signed wow. a law. Look how hard he's working. You got to respect this guy. Hardcore. <laughs> he signed into law bill on Thursday that prohibits stealthing or removing condom during sex without consent, making it a civil sexual battery offense. It is the first anti-stealthing law in the country. I have been working wow. on the issue for stealthing since 2017, <laughs> and I'm elated term? that, guys, let me wrap this up. Sorry. I am elated that there is now some accountability for those who perpetrate the act sexual assaults, especially those on women of color, are perpetually swept under the rug. Assemblywoman Christina Garcia, the bill sponsor, said in a statement, people found guilty of removing condom without consent could be liable for general, special, and punitive damage, damages the law state. So, by the way, this is great that they're doing this to protect the woman because we've all heard these stories, and, and I, I was in the military, so you get stories like this. But all the fire that's taking place in California, is anybody concerned about that? All, all, the, all the homelessness that's taking – so this is what he's concerned. Talk about sequencing and having priorities in place. Well, right? I, I demand he does something about the lack of gender-neutral toys. I mean, that's just – Well, that, listen, that's been, let's not stop there because this man is on a roll. So if you want to go there – California demands gender-neutral toys. Oh, this place at big stores. <gasps> and by the way, this is a CBS news story. Pull up the story. We've done I, it. People probably don't believe these stories. <laughs> we've done it. He's taking over. He's, he's, he's your we, governor. We've created equality. It's, all, it's over, guys. California became the first state to say large department stores must display products like toys and toothbrushes in gender-neutral ways, a way for LGBT advocates who say the pink and blue hues of traditional marketing methods pressure children to conform to gender stereotypes. The new law signed by Democratic Governor Newsom on Saturday does not outlaw traditional boys and girls sections at department stores. Instead, it says large stores must also have a gender-neutral section and display a reasonable selection of items regardless of whether they have been traditional marketed for girls or boys. The law only applies to toys and children's uh, child care items. So, mm -hmm. there you have it. I mean, this is just fascinating. Go up again to make sure we know the story. This is a uh, yeah, this NBC also covers it. California law requires gender-neutral areas in same stores. That, some stores. That that felon doesn't have her mask covering her nose. <laughs>
Will the toys even arrive on time? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are we tripping about? I mean, like, you know, are they going to even arrive? I don't think yeah, we should sorry. even be here. Well played, yeah. yeah. You don't get a gender-neutral Christmas. Phil Heath. Good job. Part-time comedian. That's right. Yeah. Will they even arrive on this time? This podcast live would be a hit. I just, I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. So, yeah. so California. Well, I mean, yeah. listen. What's going on there? Bro? I don't know. Your I mean, people. It's my people. Your people. <laughs> you, you, you were raised there. You, you. Would you spend a lot of time there? Would you be open to the idea of moving to California? I'm, I'm, I'm good in in this horrible state called Florida. <laughs> Don't move here. Rents are way tell, more expensive. Tell people five reasons why they shouldn't move to Florida. Give them five reasons it's, why they shouldn't move to so Florida. It's so hot all year round. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. There's tons of assholes that come here from New Jersey. Wink, wink. Alligators. Um, and alligators, the, alligators everywhere. Yeah. Every, I, half the people in the office quit because they got bit by an alligator. It's insane. It's insane. The flooding. Talk the about flooding. the flooding. The yeah, water. you don't want to be in Florida yeah. right now. This by is the still way, true. On a, on a, on a serious note, though, I've driven all yeah. across the country. I got, I got a ticket this morning. I got a ticket this morning. The cop was not Shocker. a nice ticket. Shocker. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm just, Pat. it's a public announcement. Yeah, I got, exactly. I got like my 200 <laughs> ticket in my hey lifetime. Hey, guys, uh, not breaking news. Pat got another traffic <laughs> ticket. Where were you going? 170 and a 30? Anyway, what were you doing? It's a terrible t- ticket, but I got a ticket this morning, huh. and we have to now work on this with my ticket. But anyways, so it, it, one thing about Florida I got to give credit to, the worst drivers oh I've my. ever experienced. I, I constantly I've been hear that. cut off so Dude, m- Like yeah. a, guy, a girl cut me yeah. off yesterday. I'm not even kidding with you. I'm just, she's like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never seen this in my life. I'm just looking at her, and she's like, apology. I'm like, I accept yeah. the apology, but this is seriously weird. I've never seen... Then today, this morning, a guy cuts up. It's five-lane federal I'm coming up. Mm-hmm. From the furthest lane to the right, to the left turn, he just straight up goes like this in front oh, yeah. of me. Yeah. I mean, so so the, the credit goes to they're either NASCAR drivers get trained <laughs> yeah. here, Formula One drivers, they or them. they just suck when it yeah. comes yeah. up Do to Do you know drive. the reasons why? Tell us Think why. about it. We've got retirees galore. Yep. There's 80-year-olds out there. All these three were under 40 okay. years old. No, I don't right. accept that. You have a lot of yeah. tourists that are just kind of like going. You have a lot of immigrants, a lot of... Latinos, especially coming from nah, people just don't give a shit. Colombia. FYI, Latinos a, are some of the best drivers because you have to learn how to drive without laws and lights and no, all that stuff. True. They're they're yes. they're the best. They, okay, I don't know why more Latino drivers win the uh, NASCAR. I don't understand okay. why they don't. Like, there's got to be a recruitment. You got to go to like a. <laughs> you got to go. Somebody's got to go to TJ because they don't let lowriders in NASCAR. Pat, that's <laughs> oh. <laughs> Joe Rogers hey, got canceled. Sorry, FYI, sorry. My right? second car I ever bought. Was a lowrider Chevy S10 long bed, gold, low profile wheels, 140 something spokes system. He had I, I bought it. Bro. I <laughs> bought it from a Mara Sabatrucha member, and my dad says, "This guy here, he's an artist. You'd love this truck. You should come see this artist." I go meet the artist. I said, "Why is he an artist? He had tattoos everywhere." And it says MS13. I said, Dad, this guy's with Mara Sabatrucha. I said, "Well, I love the truck. We did a deal. I bought the truck." Oh, shit. A week later in Hollywood, I got arrested. Helicopters yeah. follow me because they thought I was him. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not part of MS-13. I'm Patrick David. He says, no, you're with MS-13. I said, fine proof I'm with MS-13. It took us like 3 o'clock in the morning to let us go. They really thought we were wow. MS-13. Yeah. No tats. No tats. Would you ever get a tat? Gabriel looked gangster as hell, though. Does look gangster. <laughs> would, I, would I get a tat? Yeah, uh, yeah maybe one day. And if you I would. do, if I do, it would have to have a meaning. Let, let's just say Dylan wants to get one and he mm-hmm. wants to do it with the daddy. I would entertain it. But it's not, listen, so many times I try to get a tattoo. I, I can tell the story of you shouldn't get tattoos. It's not acceptable. Yeah. I probably tried to get a tattoo in the Army 50 times, but I just spend way too much money on alcohol. 
and partying. I was always broke to get a tattoo. If I probably had $200 to my name, I probably would have had six tattoos right now. But I was so broke. the only reason that you don't have tattoos is because you were broke in the army? By the time I was oh. 21 Pat, years I old drink and I and chose, I have tattoos. By the time, <laughs> that guy's by an the alcoholic, <laughs> isn't <laughs> I have tattoos because I drink. I have a full <laughs> sleeve. <laughs> by the time I hit 21 years old. Would you ever get a tattoo on your uh, gifted body? Oh, man. I've thought about it many times. Yeah, I think. Like, I played college basketball, and everybody had tattoos. Yeah. Oh, basketball players have tattoos? Yeah. It's crazy. I know, right? But what? then, But then after a while, you know, obviously being a bodybuilder, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm at a point in time in my life where I feel like there's meaning to it um, a lot more. Um, just haven't found the right, you know, phrase or right image. Mm-hmm. But I'm not opposed to doing it at some point in time. I'm just, uh, I'm just contemplating it. I think I think you ought to get a tattoo on your forearm that says "What's your point?" To just <laughs> remind you. Every what's my day. point? What's why your okay? Why am I what's even alive my point? Right now? <laughs> not, 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 every day I look in the mirror, I go, "What the hell?" Are you now doing you know here? what it is though. If you haven't at this yeah. point, I think you know. If you don't want to get it, you well, don't get after it, after, would you get a tattoo? Just one teardrop right here. Just you oh, earn because that. of what just, happened two weeks ago. Yeah, it's tough. I'll Spend a little too much time with Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that, Sammy. No <laughs> tattoo. I remember being 16, South Beach. My boy's like, I'm going to get a, either an eyebrow piercing or a tattoo. You're coming with me? I'm like, okay. He's like, all right, I'm going to. We went to a place called Tattoos by Lou, famous like t- yeah. place here in Miami. Again, 16, South Beach. He went. He got the um, like a yeah, eyebrow like, piercing. Mm-hmm. Your boy saw us fainted, right? No. Just I'm like I believe that I'm like I'm just oh so you wouldn't get it because of pain I can see no, no, why not you wouldn't the pain. no no it the pain just, bothers you literally it was just the tattoo shop it was just wasn't it wasn't for you me. were traumatized Such a I was traumatized you know, traumatized and also being Jewish that's frowned upon yeah in the Jewish community yeah you know Trump said three things to his kids don't drink don't do drugs and don't get tattoos and I'll take care of you okay that was his well uh, I agree with one of those which one is that drugs the tattoo thing. <laughs> LeVar Ball actually uh, gave I'm, I'm his son the other a hard two. time for tattoos. Really? Uh, Jello. I think, oh, I think oh, there is something to say yeah. because everybody has them. If you mm-hmm. don't have them, more because it's more the, unique the these pressure days. is more for those that don't have them mm-hmm. than yes. those that do have them. Let's yeah. just kind of put it there. Okay, so yeah. uh, another very important story that just, uh, I mean, very, very important story that I think we need to cover here is uh, 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 old mafia guys think Texting has ruined the mob. Okay, this is, a, this is a true story. Old mafia guys think Texting has ruined the mob. It's common knowledge that the New York's infamous five families aren't quite what they used to be, uh, worn down by the Fed's upstart competitors and a changing world in general. According to the Wall Street Journal, though, they have another problem, the goddamn youngs and their cell phones. This is truly <laughs> the article. I just read the article. The paper wrote that today's new roster of gangsters isn't exactly impressing the old guard, especially because some lack the sense to not leave incriminating text messages or logs behind. A new generation of wise guys didn't properly le- uh, learn the business. Older members complained that the millennials who grew up in the suburbs instead of the city streets are softer, dumber, and not as loyal as mobsters of the past. Plus, they're always texting. Everything is on the phone with them, said a former maid uh, member of the Colombo family. So. Hmm. Do, do you agree with these guys? It's it's. Well, I mean, you're, Gerard's half mafia. At this point, <laughs> I tell you, so man. Go ahead. I, I I do, but I think it's the camera phones more than anything else. And it's like, there's kids I used to coach, and I would tell them like, listen, you want to go to college? College coaches are going to scrub your social media, and like, it's like I couldn't even get the sentence out before we'd see them on Instagram or Snapchat, like, <laughs> yo, at this party, yeah. oh, vibing, bro. It's a vibe, and I'm like, dude. 
like there's booze everywhere. You're 16. What are you doing? Yeah. I just couldn't understand it on like I couldn't wrap my brain around the things I used to do to try to sneak into the house. Right and not be detected when I was out with my friends or we had like a, a couple drinks or something like that. It, as a it took real skill though. Yeah, yes. and then you're coming in and like you're you're yeah. you're doing the mouthwash like your parents don't know. Oh yeah, yeah, you're doing mouthwash and water, water and whiskey right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that you they can get up to the yeah. lines. The things that we did to try to keep our dirt secret, mm-hmm. and these guys lived their whole life on Front Street. I, you know, it, I, good for them, I guess, man. But I could just see it. I could see the millennial mobster being like, hey, man, about yeah. to go ax this dude. Shouldn't have done what he's doing. Yes. Like, I, got my gun right, I got my gun right here. <laughs> yeah. This is the gun I'm using well, right now. You know, yeah. you know what it reminds Hashtag me of? Hashtag Cosa Nostra, bro. Remember the, um, <laughs> the scene in... Um, in Goodfellas, when they when they do like the big thing, they go to lay low for a little while. We don't need you, you know, putting you know, getting eyeballs on us. Yeah. And the guy shows up in the big fur coat. Yeah, look at that fucking told you to lay low. <laughs> what are you doing here? At this point, it's because it's a sign of the time. Social media, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok. Yeah, if you did something and you don't put it on social media, did it even really happen? Yeah. So validation, it's putting out there. Like the cell phone has killed the mob. Yeah, straight up. It's killed marriages. Yeah. It's killed the institution <laughs> of marriage. It's That's killed. True. I mean, the cell phone is like we are living in the panopticon, and also it goes the other way too, dude. What, what, what Gerard? Just <laughs> don't say that word and pretend that anyone understands. Hey, you that. used diatribe the other day. Yeah, but the problem is, Gerard, you use these words and you know nobody knows what panopticon. What is this? A transformer? What is that? Private school. I will, private school. I will challenge anybody and public any of our school, listeners private school. to tell no, no. me the what public school is. Gerard Gopticon. Your dad expected you to learn a word a day. That's More than the that. Standard. Is that was what only, it was? No, the, he, this is the truth. He was supposed the, to read the dictionary I, 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 every day. I, dad, want, I want us all to define the, Panopticon. Gerard got upset because I said Playa del no. Carmen, and then he said Panopticon. <laughs> guys, uh, clear, clearly, in the uh, diaspora, they find like, Panopticon in these zeitgeist the of all times. So, yeah, the Panopticon. What is it, Gerard? It, it, it's a transformer, Adam. It's a transformer. Thank you. All right, the so anyway. Do you know what that is, Kai? I can't spell it. That's yeah, sure. well, we know that. Kai, type it. David? Panopticon? Uh, no. Panopticon. Jorge? Google it. I think I gave it. Comments. If PBD doesn't know it, then you're, the then you're going to have to use to less big Adam. words. Don't, don't use PBD standard was, <laughs> English. I have a friend of mine who had her, her daughter had a sleepover, and they had cameras installed like in the basement to make sure nobody snuck out. And I'm like, no. I'm trying to explain to her. I'm like, Sarah, the whole point of having a sleepover is to like sneak out. Like that's oh. You got to let kids be kids. Like you're, you're, you're putting these people under surveillance. Panopticon is a disciplinary concept brought to life in the form of a central observation tower placed with a circle of prison cells. <laughs> such a How word, does that even make sense what we're talking about? Like, what what? Talking? Like, yeah. The Panopticon. Oh, You're constantly thanks, under surveillance. My great. God this almighty. Is a great, like, great short clip. Are you yeah. serious right now? <laughs> are you guys serious? You don't know Miami the understanding of Panopticon. Day. Miami Country I'm so Day. sorry, Panopticon. I didn't know he was going to drink before yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> am I getting get no, nicked no, for having a good English vocabulary? What's going on my here? English I got to get out of here. I got to go take a Panopticon. All right. <laughs> okay. By the way, yesterday I was being interviewed on a podcast. The guy's interviewing me. He says, look, I, uh, I'm so sorry. I've never done this before. I got to go pee so bad. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Hey guys, as, 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 as I want you to know, you just made history today. I've been interviewed hundreds of times. No one's had to pause to get up and go pee. So you made history. Good for you. Oh, yeah. shit. I feel bad. You got to talk about it. I said, I'm definitely going to talk about it. He also made it. you do like 15 upfronts at the end of promo. Oh, my God. I'm like, dude, I'm done. Oh, but, that guy? Uh, nice yeah. guy. Yeah, nice guy. Okay, let's do this last one here and wrap up. America's trust in media dips to second lowest on record. This is a gallop. 
America's trusted media to, the, uh, to report the news fully, accurately, and fairly has edged down 4% points to last year's 36%, making this year's reading the second lowest in Gallup's trend in all 7% of all U.S. adults say they have a great deal and a 29% a fair amount of trust and confidence in newspapers, television, and radio news reporting, which combined is four points above 32%, which uh, a record low in 2016 amid the divisive presidential campaign between Trump and Hillary Clinton. In addition, 29% public uh, uh, currently registers not very much trust, uh, and 34% have not at all. So meaning, to simplify this math, they confuse the shit out of everybody, 36% trusts. The rest do not trust. 1972 and 1976, 68 to 72% of Americans expressed trust in the mass media. That's a pretty crazy number. 72 and 76, nearly 70% of Americans trusted the media. Yet by 1997, when the question was next asked, the trust had dropped to 53%. In 20 years, it dropped 20%. Trust in the media, which has averaged 45% since 1997, has not reached a majority level since 2003. Guys, 36%. That's a scary thought to think the number right now. I mean, do you trust the media? Do you trust the media? If yes, who do you trust in the media? Who is today's Cronkite that you follow in the media? This is, well, this I think is th- not th- good. Th- this is 1972. If yeah. I'll just kick this off. The, 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 is it, this is good and bad. I'll give you the good, the good, the bad, the ugly. The good or the bad is that in 1972, you had three major outlets right you had the big three cbs nbc abc mm. okay we all about choice here all right so then fox showed no, up we're and not then, all about then, choice. cnn right. some people then are about cnn choice, showed up um ted turner a fan of the show um and then obviously boom the cat was out the bag you have i mean back in the day when when we were growing up how many channels were on tv 10 20 30 at the most now there's literally a thousand so options galore. So the point is this, is now you can go live in your own echo chamber. You can go to your Breitbart, and that's where you get your news. Or you can go to your MSNBC, and that's where you get your news. Or you can go to whatever you are getting your, your confirmation bias, and you can just get your news there. The options are good. The different media outlets are good. But the fact, like this is, we say this all the time. I'll watch Fox. I don't like Tucker, but I'll watch Tucker. I don't love uh, everything that's on Fox News, I'll watch it though. I watch CNN, I watch NBC. I get my information from multiple sources. Like you always say, is find something you agree with. Now go find the exact opposite thing, and that'll enhance your argument. But I wish my my final point is here. I wish we could get to a point where at least there's some agreement on facts. Right now, it's just I think there should be disclaimers. This is an opinion show. Hannity should be an opinion show. Don Lemon should be a opinion show. That's not news. Five o'clock news, or even the five, that's all opinions. So that, that, that's, there's the good, the bad, and the ugly of this. I think there should be a disclaimer if it's opinion versus actual news. I don't even know what is actual problem news. The problem is, is that the fact checkers, do we even trust them? There's that part. We thought by fact checking that like we could trust what the media or whoever is saying. We're, Who do you is, trust? Myself. I trust myself. That's no, it. seriously, I trust myself to be able to do the research and actually be a free thinker on a lot of these topics and actually raise my freaking hand and say, you know what, I wasn't right. And I think what's happening right now is that some people are realizing, man, I used to watch this show and then I realized they're full of shit. And then I watched this show and then I realized the same thing. So it's better that I 
do both and I, you know, decipher and use discernment and figure this out. Mm -hmm. But until we get to the point where we, people can be called out on both sides and, and actually come, like when you said, and actually say a spade is a spade. And then people, Gerard, you really had a good point the other day. You and I were just talking about this briefly. And, uh, you know, people will see a spade and then they'll be like, nah, I still ain't going to accept this. And I think that's the problem. You know, like even with the world the way it is, I mean, we have a, you know, we're talking about COVID and stuff. It's like the survival rate is so good right now. We should be celebrating, not acting like we're in doom and gloom, you know, and, and it's just the way that the, the echo chambers are, you know, and they just want to say what they want to say. Well, I mean, there's two things, two stories that we didn't get to cover today, but that'll that'll explain kind of why that is that way. Right. There's China appears set to ban. Reporting by news outlets not directly funded by the Communist Party. And there's also Katie Couric coming out and admitting that she buried uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg's story on, uh, you know, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was very, very uh, adamant that the players shouldn't kneel. She was very uh, boisterous in, in her disappointment in Colin Kaepernick. And Katie, Corey admitted, uh, Katie Couric admitted to burying that story because she thought it would be a bad look for Ruth Bader Ginsburg. So she, again, that's not reporting the news. That's manipulation. That's social engineering. The 35 people who trust the news right now, you guys are wrong. The, the trust in our news should be zero. It doesn't mean you shouldn't listen. It means you shouldn't trust. Okay? You, you hear Tucker Carlson, you say, all right, that makes sense. This doesn't make sense. And then, like you guys said, you go find a second and third. Now, Pat, I have one request from you. If you do buy that media company, if you do buy that print, overt bias, whoever they are, they're, they don't get to hide behind this guise of journalism. They don't get to hide behind this guise of objectivity. It's gone. It's over. Overt bias. All right? Two things. Whatever they're registered or whoever, whatever politicians they've donated to has to be in their byline. Anderson Cooper, registered Democrat, donated XYZ. Then whatever they say has, we can understand that it's coming from that perspective. The other mm. thing is user interaction. If you get a story, the user should be able to, to go... To, to, to point to, to click right or left. 78% of readers said that this is a right-leaning article. 72% of readers said this is a left-leaning that's, that's article. A, that's the plan. That's the plan, actually, what, what we want to do. But I think uh, the current state of things in the media panopticon, it's, it's a little bit of a... <laughs> you know, the, yes, 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 so, so, you yes, know, yes. It's, it's a little challenge. Oh what do you God, think, Morty? Damn, Panopticon. <laughs> we, that's the word of the day. <laughs> Try Pan to use it Opticon. 10 times today. Go call your mom just to say, Zero Mom, what do you think Adam, about what are you the Panopticon? I talk, you talked to, you left me a uh, message about Pinocchio. And that's, speak, speaking of, <laughs> I, got, I, got a, I got a text message from my mom uh, this morning. goes, why'd you lose my number? <laughs> I guess She's I'm giving sorry, you that Jewish I got to call you. I got to call yeah. you, Mom. My bad. Can I, can I, I, we probably got to wrap up. I'm going to say one thing about the, the China and everything with that. Yeah. When I was at that quick, Freedom Forum quick. the other day, yeah. there's a, something called the Firewall Project where they'll, they'll, side by side, they will put up Google and then what Google is in China. And they'll let you look at an image of uh, something in America and then show you what they show in China. And it's completely different. And you talk about propaganda or brainwashing, like, so, it, for instance, you've seen the, uh, you'll probably appreciate this, you've seen the image of she next to Winnie the Pooh. You've seen mm -hmm. that he kind of looks mm -hmm. like him a little bit. Mm -hmm. So if you do that in the American Google, it pops right up. You put that in in China, 0% will that pop up. 0%. I mean, you can try it right now. She, Winnie the Pooh, I'm sure you'll get this thing right. Boom. Zero images of that in China. And then we went on and on and on and on of different, like, even with Trump. With Trump in America, um, they'll they'll be 
the good, the bad, the ugly of Trump images, like mm-hmm. all the images in China were comb over, flying over, evil, mm-hmm. you know, fire and fury. It's just China Dude, controls that hap- that happens in what America you see. Too, though. Google something in America and then duck, duck, go it and see how different the results you get are. Ten seconds, guys. So I'm glad you brought that point up. Fantastic. Now I got to get that image out of my head with G and we need to pull all day today. Uh, but uh, anyways, I don't think can't hear you, buddy. David's censoring you. David is censoring you. Go ahead. Just using the Panopticon and then yeah, you'll yeah. Get it so out. Yeah. I keep using our word. Okay. Panopticon. So we don't have podcast next Tuesday. We may next Thursday. Stay tuned uh, for the hundred episode. We're gonna do a special episode. So hang tight. We'll announce what the special episode's going to be for the 100 episodes, probably a couple weeks from now. But we will not be together next Tuesday, so enjoy your weekend. We're at uh, 90,000 right 90, now. 10,000 away. Tell your friends. That's tell right. your kids. It'd be I great for the 100 episode to celebrate 100,000 That'd be awesome. That'd be great. It'd be great. If you we give a, a shit about this podcast, share it yeah. with one share, friend share, today. Share. We uh, want to get to 100 I grand. I said if it gets to 100, we'll do multiple more than just two a week. We'll try to figure out something out with the schedule. Mm-hmm. But uh, we will talk to you guys in a week from today. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.